0: this episode of the esoteric order of Roleplayers is brought to you by the generosity of our backers on patreon go to patreon.com esotericrp to find out how you can become a backer too remember to follow us on facebook twitter and instagram to keep up with all the latest news and join our discord community to chat with players and fellow listeners the esoteric order broadcasts from santa fe new mexico We recognize these episodes are produced on the traditional territory of the Tewa-speaking Pueblo peoples, and we acknowledge their community, their ancestors, their elders, both past and present, and future generations. The esoteric order of role players present The Great Game A Castle Falkenstein campaign with David Larkins as the host. Here, all our audio stuff is resolved, and we are ready to jump back in to part two of Firearms and Margarine. And since we barely played any cards last session, I think everyone can just keep the hands they have, uh, you know, and we'll just we'll just roll with it. Um, but we kind of. Um, Left off with everybody, everybody having uh, something to do. So we're going to be kind of switching, switching around a little bit, switching focus back and forth. right, we split the party
1: three ways, right?
0: Absolutely, split the party, and how? So, um, if memory serves, to quote Chairman Kaga, um, ye, let's see here, we had, we had Grant and Frederick. Heading out to meet up with, uh, Mr. Hoog at the margarine factory and check in on Potterfield. Was that, was that the request?
2: Yes. Yeah. Okay.
0: Just, I figured
3: they'd do it like is. after their meeting or whatever. I mean, okay. on how it goes. Just
4: changes young, litter box.
2: Young that Potterfield.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay. <laughs> it was apparent
4: they have no idea.
3: I didn't say Potterfield. Potterfield comma my flesh butler, <laughs> so they don't know.
2: So just right. assume that was like a yeah, the you know, term of endearment. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, but she okay. didn't. She didn't say Potterfield, comma my human friend. So I am suspicious.
0: Mm. <laughs> my explicitly human friend. <laughs> That's right. My right, homo friend.
3: Three major arcana of like it's oh. getting worse. What the hell. <laughs>
0: I'll just be (laughs)
3: discarding, so expect to see cards on the table. That's fine,
0: that's fine. And then we had Astrid and Iskander heading to the university. And then we had uh, Brexta and Katzebu heading to the uh, protesters' camp. And uh, Alex, if you want to do double duty and play Katzebu, that's totally fine.
2: Um, Oh, that sounds awesome. Okay.
0: sure but uh but let's uh let's start with the let's start with the margarine factory then so um <clears throat> there was a nice little uh carriage ride over there in which uh Frederick proffered a fine vintage of brandy, i believe it was uh whiskey whiskey, ah yes
2: yeah No, um, no, uh bourbon bourbon, yeah,
0: oh even better okay is that
2: the same <laughs> Yeah, I think it's a, a type of whiskey. Uh, or right, at least a right. uh, regional. That's right, correct. Right.
0: <laughs> Kentucky bourbon. Alright. And um, and then, yeah, so your, your conveyance uh, pulls up in the square in front of the uh, margarine factory where just a few hours ago there was uh, a massive protest not that you would really know that now uh, because, you know, it's pretty much empty. Very little sign remains of, uh, of what took place this morning. Even the uh, makeshift stage uh, has been uh, taken down. So um, there's just a few police officers standing around. And then the um, sort of hired goons, I guess you could say, uh, that guard
1: the factory are still on duty. And the, if I recall, the shooting happened like five hours ago-ish? Yeah, about that, yeah. OK. Um, but obviously, we know about it because they've, the police have come and talked to us.
0: Mm-hmm, right. You had that whole uh, interview with uh, Inspector Legasse.
2: Right. Are we early to the meeting or are we on time? We can assume or- you're on time. Okay. So I so we'll check on Potterfield afterwards. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So I I mm-hmm. meant to ask this during the midweek taster and I got caught up in, you know, real life stuff and totally forgot, but I wanted <laughs> to ask what how much does Frederick and the rest of us know about Grant's like mission here with the Steam Lord and everything. Is it kind of still a little mysterious? Or are we pretty much, we know exactly what's going on? Or is it something else? Um,
1: I would say you guys are all pretty familiar with the fact that I have a, uh, a would-be bride who has been absconded by some villain. Um, and it is my utmost priority to Uh, either stop their wedding or prevent it from happening entirely.
2: Is it safe to say that Frederick wouldn't know the names of either the would-be bride or the villain and just knows that they're kind of just more of a general
1: knowledge? Mm, I mean, if anybody would have probed me about it, I probably would have, you know, I, I assume, um, because it was in the papers, um, Mm. It was, uh, that's how I found out about it. Um, the, uh, actress on the train kind of showed me the headlines. I was like, Hey, this guy, Percival is marrying this Miss Holmes. And, uh, so I may have even got a copy of the paper,
2: uh, just so I don't forget the date. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to say for Frederick's, In Frederick's case, he probably wouldn't have probed just out of respect for the situation being kind of a little more sensitive Mm -hmm. and uh, being caught up with kind of his own stuff may not know about it. And I think maybe end up working out in the long run for role playing reasons. We'll see. But uh, we'll say that he's going in this, you know, to act as a go between, but really doesn't know too much about it. So anything revealed details or otherwise will be new to him.
1: Okay. Cool. Yeah, I'm into that. Okay. Cool. Okay. So uh, yeah, we roll up to this uh, to this place for this meeting.
0: Yep. So um, as you are debarking from the carriage, uh, you see from the front of the factory, uh, you know, it's got those big, like big delivery doors, and then there's like that normal sized door set into the delivery door, you know. Uh, so you see that open and you see a man, uh, stepping out. He's in a, you know, frock coat, uh, spats, you know, pinstripe trousers, and, um, uh, he, uh, steps out and then turns and offers his hand to a lady who then, uh, you know, steps through lifting her skirts as she does so, and, um, emerges blinking into the sunlight um she's a uh you know woman of early middle years she's uh blonde uh has a monocle and um is uh sensibly dressed we'll just say
1: and this young woman and gentleman are leaving the building like coming towards us i guess
0: indeed so he's uh, he seems to be escorting her across the uh, courtyard of the factory and one of the goons uh, hops to it and unlatches the front gate and they stop and converse a little bit and uh, and he doffs his cap to her or his hat and uh, and she she nods and then uh, you know steps through the gate and starts heading off at a somewhat... Rapid clip down the street. Uh, she pops her parasol uh and the gentleman turns and sees uh Frederick starts walking towards you.
2: He says, Ah uh Herr Haas. So I will I'll doff my top hat. Uh Monsieur Hoog. It's a pleasure to meet you. And you as well.
0: Uh and uh whom do I have the pleasure of, uh, of addressing as he turns to
1: Grant? Uh, <clears throat> Grant kind of clears his throat and he um, takes off his hat and gives a little bow. Um, says, uh, my name is uh, Grant Morgan. I'm an American soldier.
0: I could have told from your accent, Mr. Morgan.
1: Well, uh,
0: and then he, he kind of like he gives you a strange look, you know, like almost like why, why would Frederick have brought this person of all people to the meeting?
1: I'm definitely giving this fella a strange look too. I'm uh, I'm sizing him up. Does he? How does he look? How's his physique? Is he? Could I take him? You know.
0: <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I shit bigger than you. <laughs> right, <laughs> that shit turns bigger than you. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, you could definitely take him. Yeah, he's um, he you know he's like average height and weight, but he just looks pretty, uh, maybe almost like sickly, uh, and um, just yeah, kind of margarine. Rigid. Yeah, hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's kind of like sweating margarine oil like out
2: of his pores.
1: <laughs> that heavy margarine diet. Yep. Yeah.
2: Poor guy needs to get some butter in him. Yeah, for real. (laughs) Um, Feed him up on butter.
1: And he said, "This guy's he's dressed pretty well. I mean, does does he look does he look fancied up or anything?
0: It's not like super fancy, but it's you know he's he's well dressed. He has a uh, he has a magnificently uh, you know trimmed and groomed beard, and you know he's waxed his mustache. So you know he's yeah he's." He's putting in the, you know, he's got a little gold watch fob and chain.
1: Can I discern anything from the way he's looking at me? Like, is he looking at me like? Can I take this? You know, is he looking at me the same way I'm looking at him, or is he kind of, <laughs> is he kind of <laughs> looking at me like? Uh, it's
2: just gonna turn into a fist fight. Immediately. I don't want to fight. Yeah. <laughs> <I don't, laughs> I
0: mean, hey, you. Let's fight. Yeah, There's fighting wanna, words.
2: I don't, wanna, I don't want to fight this dude, but
1: I, I mean, not yet. But I do want to. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to kind of like establish, almost like a, I like I can't outrank him socially, mm-hmm. um, but I want him oh. to know that like I'm a serious you know I'm a hey you know I, I can I can throw hands partner you know right, um, right that kind of thing I just want him I just want him to know that I'm a serious guy.
0: What is a uh, uh, funny question? But what is your poor ability?
1: Uh, my poor ability is tinkering
0: tinkering okay because um, ironically like if you have like a poor in social graces or poor education sometimes that gives you an edge in terms of like sizing up somebody's uh, you know sort of toughness right because it's like you, you grew up on the mean streets so you're like oh, right. you know okay. wait nothing to me you know
1: Right. well I've got good sorcery education marksmanship X checker and connections. So I don't know if any of that ha- helps me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you could definitely take him physically in a fight. You're 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 sure of that. And good. Um,
1: good. Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, other than that, you'll just have to get to know him a little better before you can okay. really get a get a true insight into the guy. You know? And as
2: as a sort of the mediator in the situation, uh, mm. is it would it be my place to kind of uh, vouch? For uh, Grant, you know, as far as his his uh, bona fides and everything, to kind of
0: exactly, yeah, like okay. you brought him along, so you you would kind of you know explain why, I guess, yeah.
2: Okay, so yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll do that. I'll, I'll go through the necessary protocol to make sure that this guy knows, you know, that that Grant's, uh, you know, got got the uh, the right stuff, so to speak. And I'm that,
1: I'm curious. Uh, what you would say about Grant. Like what you would, what you would tell this dude to be like, he's cool or he's legit, you know?
2: Well, uh, I I think, I think it all comes back to the experiences on that floating platform and the Mm. train. And uh, I, I, in, in, Frederick's, one of the things he values most and I had it in in his background is this concept of gemutlichkeit, which is that Mm -hmm. kind of sense of, uh, uh, I guess you'd call it togetherness or people of a similar kind of spirit, you know, and this kind of, uh, and so seeing everyone work together, all these, you know, individuals who were from different worlds and different motivations and all this kind of coming together really left an impression on Frederick. So uh, in that sense, he considers all of you uh, you know very highly just from your actions alone he doesn't know too much and he wouldn't pry unless you know under the right circumstances as far as your history background and so forth and what brought you here but just from your actions he's, he's read a lot so he would probably vouch just on your character just uh, mm. you know alone and knowing what your goals are without explicitly stating them to uh, Hoog. I would also kind of, you know, use that as as a motivating factor that you have uh, very noble aspirations.
1: Okay, cool. I'm into that.
0: All right. Um, cool. So, uh, so yeah. So who who uh, says uh, you'll you'll have to forgive me? I'm I'm a little flustered today. There was there have been these protests outside my factory of late. You may have read about them in the papers. Terribly disruptive. Terribly disruptive.
1: Yeah, we've uh, we've heard a thing or two about them. Curious what they're uh, what they're about, and I'm, yes, i well. obviously I know what they're about, but I want to see mm-hmm. this dude's perspective.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, he says, "Yes, well, why don't you why don't you come with me? We'll step back into my office here, and uh, and he begins to lead you back into the factory." And uh, so we will switch over to uh, Astrid and Iskander on your way to the university, or arriving at the university, as the case may be. Or did you arrive at the university? Yeah, we found (laughs) (laughs) Professor Goodell That's right. You already found him. Okay, good. All
3: bonked, and I was Mm -hmm. like, Bernadette.
0: Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Okay. So you're at the university. You have found... Uh, your good friend and uh, uh, mentor, uh, Professor Goudot, uh, uh, most most uh, roughed up and abused, and um, and have surmised that your nemesis Bernadette has been here.
4: Mm. So I think we should probably um, summon a uh, ambulance or or something. Mm-hmm. the equivalent of the time period to see uh professor godot to the local convalescent home or whatever they have hospital <laughs> of the time because he's been knocked around and he's old and so they probably need some medical attention plus you know um he can afford it i don't know if the university has uh good health benefits but i think it will be okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> well of course so, this, is in the, this is in the day of, of house calls so probably just uh leading gudo back to his private quarters and then having a do- sending for a doctor to come see him
4: yeah so that would probably be uh, a primary concern to see to him um mm-hmm. Briefly, you know, not a lot of action there. I don't know that we need to necessarily explore that, unless there's some tarot cards up your sleeve for what might happen one way or on the way back. But uh, yeah, I want to handle that. And then I think maybe we can investigate the the lab.
1: Yeah, no
3: problem. I like While we're taking him back to the room, I'd probably be talking the whole time because it's Astrid. and probably talking about Bernadette because that gives me anxiety. Um, and so, yeah, I'd probably be like, "It's really not your fault. She is very sneaky and very rude. Did she tell you why she was here? Did you see what she took? She probably took something. I'm just letting you know."
0: <laughs> so, uh, so he says, "Yes, she, she definitely, she, she And he turns to Gander and kind of grabs you by the lapels and and says, "She took your plans." Man, she took your plans
4: for your gun. <laughs> uh, the plans, yes. They're the, uh, the better half of the equation. I wouldn't put it past uh, someone uh, with sufficient resources and faculties to be able to complete them from merely the plans. Hmm. We should probably uh, get them back for if such an invention fell into the wrong hands, it could be disastrous. I have been thinking lately that perhaps uh, this piece would be better left theoretical. My talents could be best, best use elsewhere in the pursuit of peace and, and so on.
0: Yes. Well, uh, you know, we've had those discussions in the past, but uh, be that as it may, somehow she found out about the work you've been uh, pursuing and, uh, she knew exactly what she was looking for. That much was clear.
4: Hmm. This is most disconcerting for I I kept my journeyman piece quite close to the vest, so to speak. I, I hadn't discussed it with, uh, with anyone other than um, Master... A dwarven mixed steampunk on the train who um <laughs> that, oh that, that's that the
3: prime engine master I think there is you, what go. you mean.
4: Yes. <laughs> He's not, Master Engine um, Master.
3: Yeah from Master's Ireland master. I don't think.
4: He's not mm. an Irish dwarf. I know I discussed it with him um perhaps perhaps at length with Sasha In a venue where we may have been overheard. Now that I think about it. Oh, the situation is all my fault. I must see to its undoing. But first, let us see to your uh, well being, professor. That is of utmost importance.
0: So he uh, he thanks you. And, uh, you know, you find a a friendly passing undergrad to uh, go and fetch a doctor. And, um, yeah, anything else you want to tend
4: to while you're there? While we're uh, at his quarters or at the university? Either one. Either or. Um, We should probably, I don't know, salvage anything else at the lab and, you know, secure it. Um, because it looks like they, uh, erased the chalkboard and they took the papers. They probably, I don't know. I assume they, they took the, the prototype as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything, they just kinda took all of it. So just give it a once over, make sure there's no, you know, papers that they missed or anything like that. And then otherwise see if we can't lock it up and secure it from further interference.
3: So what exactly did he mean by plans for your gun?
4: Uh, Yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) My journeyman piece, this was to be the capstone on a journey I embarked upon many years ago. Uh, I was fascinated with the workings of the Gatling gun some 10 years ago when it was first invented. Uh, So much so that I thought if only it could be miniaturized, it would be so much more effective, and it could be deployed on so many other platforms. Uh, For example, the ornithopters that we recently encountered. Uh, I I was so enthralled with whether or not it could be done. I didn't stop to wonder whether or not it should.
3: (laughs) So just making sure I understand, because I know sometimes I get confused, but a crazy Prussian lying person has a miniature version prototype of a Gatling gun.
4: This is correct. And, and the formula and schematics for the ammunition and the drive device engine, um, and uh, as well as the ammunition itself. As well as Professor Godot's formula for the propellant.
5: <laughs>
3: this, this is fine. Everything will be fine. I'm, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure this will work out.
4: It seems to me that you need not be impressed with the gravity of the situation further. We must recover these plans and stop them from deploying it widely. It could, uh, the carnage could be un, unprecedented. Should my invention be put to such a use such widespread use
3: Well, the last time i saw bernadette it was throwing her out of uh, ryan's office um, very unceremoniously so i don't really know where she would have gone from here
4: surely there is somewhere we can uh determine where she was headed with this thing mm. i think uh I mean, we're in the uh, laboratory, right? Like sure, right yeah. now, looking yeah, for yeah. extra uh, pages yeah. or whatnot, something they might have missed. We should see if there's some kind of clue as to where they went um, with this thing. And then we should also um, look to reunite with our fellows so they can help us with this uh, emergency catastrophe Um because they have you know, better connections than we do and um, know-how when it comes to uh, tracking people down and this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So yes, all of that <laughs> just now. <laughs> <laughs> all that and more. <laughs> all right, so you're looking
0: for anything that might give you a clue. So that would be a perception uh, feat. And uh, obviously the office is uh, pretty trashed. You know, There's papers everywhere. So um, I would say we'd need a, uh, a great success on your perception feat, And the better your success, the more, uh,
4: you know, the more uh, useful your discovery. Okay. How does ten pentacles help with that?
3: Damn.
4: That helps a lot. Good.
0: Yeah, Let's do that is your
3: then. perception good to begin with?
4: I don't think so, no. Uh, perception is uh, mm-hmm. is just average. Yeah.
3: Yeah, My perception is good, but you're looking, so it's fine.
4: I mean... I'll just cry in a corner
3: because <laughs> no. you made a, a gun. No, I mean, you know <laughs> the office better than I do, so you probably have a better idea of what to look for. But I'll, I can look around for anything Bernadette-specific. I know her style, at least. Mm. You drop mm-hmm. a hanky. Mm-hmm. Is it weirdly mm-hmm. monogrammed with something? I don't know, but... I don't have any pentacles now, so that's the yeah.
0: sad part. Uh, yeah, you, in, in fact, I like that. You know that she always leaves a kerchief as a calling card with her monogram on it, BFF, as if to taunt you for the fact that you were once BFFs yourself. <laughs> <laughs> once thought this um...
3: stood for best friends forever, but I learned the hard way. But, um... <laughs>
0: Yep. Uh, but yeah, you do indeed find her uh, her kerchief.
3: All right. So I'm, I'm both enraged and like, I subtly like smell it. I'm like, yep, that's Bernadette at the was. <laughs> she was definitely here.
0: It definitely has a bit of a stain from the Chef Boyardee ravioli that she had for lunch, trademark dish yeah. of hers you know <laughs>
2: Is Chef right. boy real in this world <laughs> uh-huh.
3: can i marry him <laughs> new <Yes>. character goal <laughs>
0: yes absolutely to marry chef boyardee <laughs> <All right. laughs> so what did i say you needed you needed a great perception or a good perception i forget i said great right you said great, great. Yeah. i did yeah. say great That's why okay I and pulled out everything. all the stops all right, 10 pentacles. Okay. So, with, from an average perception, it takes you up to 14, which is not quite a high success, but it is good enough for full success. Okay, cool. So, um, let's see. So, actually, yes, uh, you do find, um, let's see here. Okay, yeah, you do find uh, something amongst the the uh, rubble, if you will, the detritus. Um, appears that uh, she may have dropped something other than her kerchief because you find a calling card for a certain Martin Hoog.
4: Aha! A clue! <laughs> it appears to be a calling card of Miss your who? We I'm would not have mistaken.
3: known that that's who they're meeting with, right? Because this mm-hmm. we were talking about that before we split up.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm.
3: Oh no! What if our friends are in trouble?
4: I I find it doubtless that they are in trouble. We should make all haste to their location and lend our assistance.
3: We don't even know what margarine's made out of. This could be very bad. <laughs>
4: But, <laughs> I don't, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not going to explain to the, I'm not going to mansplain to the greatly educated <laughs> engineer yeah.
3: what margarine is. Yeah, I think <laughs> so, she understands hydrogenation. <laughs>
0: But yeah, <laughs> so I think she understands. I I
4: was gonna say I'm pretty sure she could explain it to me, so I'm gonna go ahead and. Iskander is uh, not such a bore as to engage in such behavior. It um, merely Nod Indeed, uh, shall we? Uh, shall we be on our way then?
3: With haste, I'm sure.
4: Yes, make all haste. Um, so I don't know, call it, call an Uber or something and, uh, head on over, hail, uh, a handsome
5: mm-hmm,
4: <laughs> to, mm-hmm. uh, to clip-clop our way across town. Okay. Uh,
0: very good. So as you do that, we, uh, shift our POV over to a, um... A large uh, warehouse lot. You know, there's kind of the warehouse, and then there's this uh, big uh, weed infested workyard outside of it. And um, uh, basically, this entire area has been occupied by the uh, anti margarine protest group. So uh, there's kind of like a, a little tent city uh, that has sprung up and uh
2: what was their brexa? slogan
0: again oh god oh, i didn't write it down <laughs> it was like some kind of play uh, oh uh, like, yeah. we will not we'll not be mar- margarinized uh, right? yeah something yeah.
1: like that <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> uh yeah so um so brexa you are walking up to this lot with uh Katsubu trotting along at your side And, um, you know, as you approach it, you can see that it uh, has all manner of humans and brownies. Uh, There are men and women. There are even children. Uh, The children appear to be the only ones who are not affected by the earlier day's events, you know, as they they run and play amongst the tents. But everyone else is very, you know, um, subdued obviously in light of the earlier uh bloodshed and um so as you are approaching a you know half dozen rather beefy looking uh men come towards you and uh, and one says uh can we help you
6: good afternoon monsieur i am here to see mademoiselle bondy I believe I have some information that will be helpful for your cause.
5: Mm. Very well,
0: follow us, please. And uh, so they lead you in amongst the labyrinth of tents towards the warehouse proper. And the, uh, <coughs> the doors are, are kind of you know permanently set open and uh inside there are yet more billets and uh they lead you back towards one of the back corners where some uh bed sheets have been hung up to form a partition Mm -hmm. and uh they part the bed sheets and one of them says uh mademoiselle bondy there's a visitor here for you she says she has information and you see the diminutive brownie, actually the brownie who's the same height as you, uh, <laughs> uh, stand up and from behind a, a desk, like a little children's size desk, you know.
6: Mm-hmm. And, you mean a, uh, a regular sized desk?
0: A regular, yes, a human children's Just size a desk. a normal,
6: a normal That's right. desk.
0: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> It saves on the special effects budget because we can just use actual props uh, instead of building small ones. Uh, but anyway, so she, uh, she waves you in. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here now. Um, what is your perception, I might ask? It's good. Good. So you, you notice right away that she is wearing uh, actual cotton gloves as opposed to the rest of her clothes, which are, you know, a glamour effect. Mhm. Um so yeah, that's what you notice that she waves you in.
6: Hmm. Um I'd like to offer her my hand and say Mademoiselle, it is an honor to meet you. I've heard incredible things about your work here and I am so sorry to hear of the loss of your companion earlier this day. Truly that was a tragedy.
0: Thank you. Uh, It is still very hard for me to even think that he is gone. But we must continue on. Please have a seat. I do. Anything uh, Katsubu wants to be up to while this is all going on?
2: Are there papers on the desk? There are indeed. All right, Katsubu lays on them.
0: Ooh. <laughs> so, uh, when the cat hops up on the desk, uh, Bondi kind of, you know, like, oh, is this
2: yours?
6: Oh, we are associates. Uh, don't mind him. He's not much of a talker.
2: Yeah, he'll just start purring and meeting at the papers.
5: <laughs>
0: All right. So she, uh, she smiles a little weak smile and, and, uh, she says, well, of course, of course. So uh, oh, please, uh, um, you, you say you, you have some information for me. It, does this have to do with the, with the protest then?
6: Fortunately, it does. Um, I assume that you're familiar with a, an Inspector Legasse?
0: I have heard the name, yes.
6: I had the misfortune of meeting this most unpleasant man earlier this day, he came to call upon my friends and I, and he spoke of details of what happened this morning. Um, He says that this attack was the result of a most nefarious contraption, a long-range rifle, if you will, capable of being set upon a timer, left unattended, and then firing at a predetermined time. This is why they will tell you that they are having difficulty in finding those who are involved and responsible for the loss of your companion. However, when the inspector came and visited my comrades and I, my friend parlor a diplomat, mind you, he made no mention even in my own company, of the cold iron that he brought with him into the room. Said nothing as he sat with it there in the room. And leaving this weapon for my friends to inspect in order to, I think he hopes, incriminate one of yet another of our associates, um, they left and the cold iron left with them. You see, madam, I believe it is not necessarily this weapon. I think it is those who wield it. And I caution you that those who wield it are perhaps more challenging to get to than others.
0: Hmm. That is most disturbing. I had wondered if the government was behind this assassination poor michel i uh it was such a freak event i I was giving my speech and and he saw some people in the crowds with a coming forth with a crate of rotting fruit and he said, "Oh no, they're going to throw that at you and he stepped forward and then the then the shot rang out and and He was murdered with cold iron. He he is no more. He has suffered the final death.
6: And I fear that it is the intent of those behind this to cause the final death of many more of our kind. I too was in disbelief to imagine that the government of Paris, or who knows, could be behind such a blatant and violent gesture
0: that is terrible just terrible and you can see her starting to get a little worked up you know like mm-hmm. she's, she's starting to get angry you know and she says well we cannot let this pass without without letting the people know what has happened I never dreamed that our own authorities would turn against us in this matter I but it it seems to be the case.
6: I want you to know, mademoiselle, I have taken it upon myself um, to alert his lordship himself in this matter. I feel that (sighs) this must go beyond a simple protest about a margin factory. Not to belittle your own work, but it seems it is. There is more to it than that. The use of cold iron seems like a very final solution to a very temporary problem, if you'll excuse my bluntness. Of course.
0: Of course. No, you're absolutely right. This is completely out of all scale. This is an outrage. May I uh, have your card so that we may keep in contact?
6: But of course, and I'm going to gesture to Katsubu. Mm -hmm. Where I'm sure tucked under his collar, he still has one or two yep <laughs> <laughs> he might have lost one but there's still one in there yeah
2: they're a little chewed along the edges but they're they're legible but so uh thanks what
6: makes it memorable
2: indeed so thanks
0: to catsaboo's uh needing you know he's kind of displaced some of the papers that were on the desk a quick glance seems to show that they're drafts of speeches and uh correspondence with other you know Protest leaders that she's trying to get, you know, coordinated and organized, both here in the city and, and outside of the city.
6: Mm-hmm. So now, as I'm sitting there, kind of watching her, obviously mm-hmm. she's grief stricken, but I don't know. the The gloves are such a strange touch. Is there anything else off putting in her her manner or?
0: Let's see um do you have so you have uh uh good perception mm-hmm. do you have the means to buy that up to exceptional which would be four points
6: four points you say
0: Mm-hmm. based on pentacles
6: mm-hmm. no but i could do a card dump
0: <laughs> you could do a card dump absolutely
6: you know what yes i want this
0: I was
4: saying, right. it's I know. always the card dump.
6: You know, always what? money <laughs> in
4: the banana stand.
6: There... <laughs> <laughs> there will always be more cards. It's fine.
4: That's right. Oh,
0: okay. Let
6: me just check. Oh wait, no, I don't have
0: any new ones yet. <laughs> yeah, let me give. Let's see, a skander needed one, and then you need four. Okay. Um, as you're sitting there talking to her, and she's sort of talking with her hands a little bit and it's maybe kind of stirring up a bit of a of a air current in the in the room
6: imagine she's losing her composure just a little bit
0: a little bit yeah she's definitely getting more animated you uh begin to detect an odor an aroma really coming off the gloves of lavender so it's like cotton gloves soaked in lavender
6: uh-huh I'm trying to rack my player's brain like oh <laughs> <laughs> like oh yes that sounds weirdly familiar the lavender thing but I just yeah. can't yeah. I'm sure my companions will make more use of this information than I
0: indeed
6: Ah, that's off-putting mm-hmm. again mm-hmm
0: And, uh, and, and then, um, right around the same time, she signals to one of her assistants and, uh, you know, she, she says, uh, Timothy, uh, the, the fire in the, uh, stove has gone out. Could you relight it? I'm, I'm a bit chilly still. And so the, uh, the manservant heads over to, you know, this little, just a little cast iron stove, Mm
5: -hmm.
0: creaks it open and, uh uh with your good perception you can see that there is a um bit of crumpled paper still in there but it's mostly yeah. burned um but it's uh it's a weird kind of paper hmm. um it's not like you know newspaper it's not thin it's it's pretty thick actually
5: uh-huh.
0: you know but uh he tosses a couple more logs in there and Stokes it a little bit. Closes Mm -hmm. the door again.
6: My head, I'm like, I wish that Kataboo and I were psychic so I could get him to kitty his way over there and just fish it out.
2: Never know till you try.
0: Yeah, Uh, Kataboo has a way of picking up on things, you
5: know.
6: Gaze um, with intention but casually uh, as all of this unfolds. Maybe flick my eyes to Kataboo and then back... (laughs) To the stove, as uh, nonchalantly as I can muster. Mhm.
2: Mhm. Mhm. So, uh, so the stove is open.
0: Uh, so the stove—he opened the stove, he tossed a couple logs in, and then he could, he just kind of like swung the door, you know, shut. But it didn't. It's not latched, you know.
2: Okay. All right, so Katsubu has been rolling around at this point in the paper, uh, (laughs) back and forth and kind of stretching out and Mm -hmm. has uh, knocked some paper off the desk. Mm.
6: Mm. I'm going to make a fuss of like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. He's not usually like this and make a big fuss of trying to like pick Mm -hmm. it up and like tidy her desk to, you know... Like, oh, oh, shoo, Katsubu. Like, uh, oh, you always do this.
2: <laughs> so he jumps off the desk, you know, his tail's a little bottle brushy. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, trots over near the uh, stove.
0: Okay. Let's check <laughs> Katsubu's stat block here. <laughs>
1: Let's what's, Katsub- what's I wanna know the the great, the goods, and the poor. <laughs> he's
0: he's got good stealth and poor fisticuffs.
1: Checks out <laughs> so, poor yeah. fisticuffs. Uh,
5: <laughs>
0: yeah. So uh so yeah, so you are able to you're able to slip down there uh, quite
2: unnoticed. So there's enough papers on the ground to kind of keep uh, perhaps uh, the two of them occupied, trying to gather them up.
6: Oh, and I imagine mm -hmm. too, it's not just that, like, I'll probably knock something else over too, and, oh, I'm just, I'm so upset, I'm not normally like this, and, you know, maybe brushing the cat hair off of, you know. Right, right, right. Whatever, it's become a whole production. Cool. I've been hanging out with Um, Sarah Bernhardt, so I took some
0: notes. That's true. (laughs) all right Uh, and so yeah mademoiselle bundy is helping you oh no no not at all not at all don't worry about it etc um okay so yeah so katsubu you're able to kind of uh you know hook the side of the door and then just bat at the bat at this uh, dummy thick uh, paper and pull it out and um uh you know what you see is <laughs> I'm not sure you would communicate this, but uh, is it wadded what up?
2: S- is it kind of wadded up at all? Or
0: it's a little bit. It was like it was kind of crumpled, and then it uncrumpled in the fire. You know. So can so,
2: drag it out of the room?
0: Oh sure, yeah, yeah. If you want to do that, yeah. Can Katzebu read? <laughs>
1: that's a good question.
3: Katsubu can do anything can he except talk? fisticuffs. He speak
1: <laughs> you can still do fisticuffs. He's just poor at it. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. True. He, he'll, he'll hold it's his own against bad a,
3: things.
0: Yeah. Well, and the only reason it's poor is because Cuffs determines your melee damage, so you know it's it's just the cat
6: after all. It's a cat. <laughs> he just has to go for the eyes. That's all.
5: Exactly.
3: Go yeah, for the eyes. About cats the long term effect, like he has a poison, like yeah. you know, yeah. damage get, over time.
0: Get that cat scratch fever. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So yeah, you can definitely pick it up and 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 book it out of there.
6: Mm. Okay. So once I feel I've kind of made enough of a production of tightening her dress and Mm -hmm. tightening her dress, tightening her desk.
0: Hello, Freudian slip. Hello.
6: Hello. (laughs) What are you doing here? So early. (laughs) It's always (laughs) there.
5: It's always there.
6: Once I've made enough of a, you know, again, a to do Mm -hmm. about tidying her desk and, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. seeming appropriately distressed, which to be fair, I am. I'm quite upset about all of this. Mm-hmm. um you know I'll, I'll i'll you know kind of straighten my dress and you know oh i i don't i don't want to take any more of your time i know you must be very busy um i can't mm-hmm. imagine um any of this has uh slowed down if only accelerated your your work that is to come you know please if I can be of assistance do let me know i i am rooting for you, as they say.
5: Of
0: course. I picked that up from and... Grant,
6: probably. <laughs> um...
0: <laughs> I am in your debt for your assistance, and uh, rest assured that uh, that your information will be put to good use. Mm. Okay, so... Uh, very good. So back to the margarine factory then. So, uh, Monsieur Hoog is leading you into the factory through the door in the, uh, warehouse. Loading bay. And, um, and so he is, uh, you know, guiding you in. It is dimly lit you know, just sort of natural light through the high factory windows. And um, so it takes your eyes a moment to adjust, uh, but you begin to walk. He offers you both a cigar from a cigar holder in
1: his jacket. Mm, I'm going to... Uh, who I don't know. I got, I'm going to defer to Herr Haas on this one, like if I should... If, if it would be rude not to take it, but I don't want to smoke it. And then he's like, "Yeah, poisoned. <laughs> You're poisoned, bitch." Yeah, <laughs> he fell for one of the classic
4: blunders,
2: <laughs> right? <yeah. laughs> so I think uh, I'll I'll accept every the cigar, all right, and uh, and and you know the light if it's a, if it's offered.
1: Yeah, I'll mm-hmm. I'll,
2: I'll take one too
1: even though I know we shouldn't be smoking in a margarine factory. Oh, yeah, that stuff's
0: explosive. Yeah,
2: OSHA is going
0: to be
1: all
2: over this. (laughs) Oh, man. All
0: right. So, um, so, yeah, he he lights one up as well. And uh, and, and as he's uh, extinguishing the match, you know, he takes a big pull off of it and Exhales and says, uh, Well, it is nice to have a little bit of respite from the constant chants outside. <sighs> I was only sorry to hear that the ringleader of this protest wasn't the one gunned down. That might have ended them.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cigar uh, hanging limply
1: yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah
3: I I like have, tap ash into the margarine vats yeah i'm like say what <laughs> i was like
1: uh okay well say again.
3: yeah i'm like well
1: <laughs> i'm gonna try to play it cool yeah um even though uh, i <clears throat> i'll go ahead
0: i was gonna ask uh do either of you have good perception speaking of margarine vats
2: i have great perception
0: Uh... all right yeah speaking of the margarine vats uh what you're noticing frederick as you're looking around is that this factory is almost empty there's like two vats for making margarine and there's a lot of like there's a lot of stuff in crates and a lot of like miscellaneous industrial equipment and like half assembled you know uh uh machines of some kind um uh if you want to try and go for a good tinkering uh feat you can certainly do so i know that's not in grant's uh area of expertise <laughs> yeah <laughs> but if yeah. you're average tinkering you just need uh two points on a, a mental on a pentacles uh oh. a uh, feat.
2: uh Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. So just two uh, pentacles will do.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. There yeah. Absolutely. Sweet. All right. Um, so yes, you, you you're kind of noticing this this mysterious lack of of margarine uh, machinery, and um, uh, let's see. Yeah, it's obvious that he is converting uh, the factory from margarine production to some other kind of production.
5: <clears throat>
0: now, if you ha- if you happen to have a four of pentacles, that would give you a great success, or two cards of any other suit, and I could give you
1: some more information. Mm. I'm not here to tell you what to do with your hand, dude. <laughs>
2: All right, I dropped down a, what is that, a seven of pentacles? Oh, shit.
0: All right, so I think that would actually make it, let's see, that's a uh, nine total, 13. Okay, that makes it a full success. Okay. Um, Goodness only knows how Frederick knows this, although you are a diplomat, so, you know, it's kind of your job to know a lot of things but you're pretty sure that at least some of these machines are the kinds used in the manufacture
1: of firearms. Oh, ho, ho, ho. You know, would I know that with a good marksmanship? Or something Mm. along those lines? Or any kind of information, I guess?
0: Not necessarily because they haven't been fully assembled yet, you
1: see. Okay, that's fair. I just yeah. didn't know if, like, uh, Herr Haas and I would, like, share a knowing glance.
2: <laughs> if there is an opportunity to whisper that information to Grant, like, if, you know, who, uh, you know, is kind of far enough away at one point, then I'll definitely pass that along as, no. as nice. briefly as I can. Sure. <laughs> it's a freaking gun factory in here. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm going to kind of look at When he makes that uh, very bold remark... Yes. About you know not killing this brownie fellow or lady mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. whatever fairies tend to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna puff on this cigar and be like, well they can't be causing you too much uh, too much trouble. It looks to me like you got a got yourself a automated factory here. I don't. I mean we don't see anybody else in here, right? Right. Correct. And that's kind of the news is that it's like a ro, a, is it? It's like a robot factory or like a? There's a lot of automated machines.
0: Uh, you hadn't heard anything about that specifically. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, this was. They're they're more just upset that he's making margarine. Period. You know, like, <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> yeah, uh, the concern is that it would put the brownies out of work because it's uh, much more efficient than churning butter. So.
1: Okay, I see. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, so he uh, he waves his cigar about, you know, in this very irritated manner, and, and he says, well, that is just the problem. I have not been able to uh, start my manufacture of the margarine as of yet because of these constant disruptions from these cursed protests. Well, uh... I am losing a small fortune with every day that
1: passes. So what do you know about this shooting there? partner?
0: <laughs> well, uh, I was here in my office trying to catch up on some correspondence and uh, drown out the sound of the chants. I heard a gunshot ring out. I heard screaming. I ran to this window over here. I looked out. It seemed to be some kind of great commotion uh but apart from that i couldn't tell then of course maybe about a half hour after that the police came knocking and uh well you know we had a chat they told me what had happened inspector lagasse came and went
1: well um inspector lagasse came and went huh Mm -hmm. i suspect he probably told you you're suspect huh
0: Oh naturally and I can't say that I um can pretend to be uh surprised at that I well as you can tell I I harbor no no fond feelings for these protesters whatsoever uh, but the truth will bear out in the end I'm sure I mm-hmm. am wholly innocent
1: Well maybe they'll get a second chance and they'll they'll do you a favor huh
0: Maybe perhaps
1: Kind of like, maybe when this fella's like, uh, like puffing on a cigar, or kind of like idly looking around. I'm like elbowing Haas, <laughs> being like, let's let's be like, yeah, man, these brownies need to be shot. <laughs> you know, that's kind of like where my conversation is trying to lead. Like, what right, this guy? Right. I want this guy to think that we're down. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, I've got money. You've got money. Let's make more money.
2: Mm -hmm. so uh yeah with my i think uh frederick would follow the lead on that sure you're kind of uh, oh you're
0: you're a master of nonverbal cues so yeah he'll
5: yeah
2: he'll uh he'll back that up and, and um inquire about what you know well what what happens if they continue uh with their dastardly protests more what if this only invigorates them into their, uh, you know, uh, uh, daily uh, demonstrations against your wonderful factory. What would, you know, what, what do you do then? That's a good point, yeah. Mr. Haas.
0: Oh, terrible, terrible. I, I, I tell you, I, I am losing money hand over fist. Uh, forgive my forwardness, uh, Mr. Grant. I, I assume that uh, Herr Haas has brought you along because you are perhaps interested in investing, in
4: my factory. Oh yeah.
0: Excellent, excellent. Well then, we can definitely talk business.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now yeah, I can. All, all I can, my uh, money's...
1: I kind of give him the rundown. I'm like, all my money yeah. is tied up in gold back in the states, but <laughs> his
0: eyes like light up. Like, right. You know? <laughs> yeah, totally.
1: I'd be like, I don't know if you, uh, I don't know if you hear uh, hear tale of you know the uh, the guy that basically like gave you know, owns 2 million acres of land in the in the territories. <laughs> um,
0: no, right, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I kind of, like, give him the rundown of, of who I am and where my money came from and uh, the kind of shit that I did in the States. And I definitely let him know about, like, my uh, penchant for firearms. And, um, you know, I might even, like, show him my steel because, you know, I got it on me or I got mm-hmm. something on me.
0: You got your pistol, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you, are you in touch with the, uh, with the Winchester Rifle Company, then?
1: Uh, I've got some friends, acquaintances, that I can write some letters back home.
0: Interesting. Most interesting how Providence directs uh, the course of events at times.
1: Might even call it Manifest Destiny.
0: Oh, yes, yes. I like that. Uh, so at that point you hear the sort of put putt putt sound outside as the uh, horseless uh, voiture de remise uh, that Iskander and uh, Astrid hired uh, comes puttering up to the uh, to the courtyard. Mm.
1: What uh, <clears throat> you expecting, anybody, Mister Hoog?
0: So, uh, so he 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 sits up. He's he's you know like, what the devil is that? Excuse me, one moment. And he uh, he he sweeps out of the office.
1: There's our chance, Haas. I don't know what. Put this t- place t- down. Put a, yeah, put a tack <laughs> t- on his seat. <laughs>
2: put a tack on. T- Aside t- from orbit. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm, I'm calling you the ion check right now.
0: Yeah. Uh, there is a floor I we safe. We should have
2: kept that airship. It's like, yeah. <laughs> you probably.
0: There, yeah. There is a floor safe in the office. I'll just say that.
1: A floor safe in the office, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh no. I I might get up and well, I mean, Haas. I'm gonna look at you and be like, anything that we're gonna find here, it's your. It's gonna be you that's finding it. <laughs> I mean, I'm good at two things: killing Confederates and spending money. And I'm all out of money. <laughs> Well, I'm all out of, I'm all out of Confederates. I got plenty of money. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, is there uh, skill success. for safe cracking? Uh,
0: okay, so what you can do is uh, that would come under either stealth or tinkering.
2: Uh, neither of which I have.
0: All right, so that means you're average. So, um. Your best bet would be uh well no, it's it's the same either way. Okay. So you would need a, an exceptional success.
1: Is there a way that I can alchemy my way into that safe?
0: You could start casting a spell, absolutely, to uh, you know, melt through the lock or something, you know, like God. uh but you know, you know how that goes. Uh yeah, I'm gonna have to like you send host any out moment. I know you for know, real. Yeah. Be
1: like, Haas, you got to go, like, keep this dude busy. Let's do that. That sounds like fun. Go keep this dude busy. (laughs) And I'll try to alchemy my way into the back end of this safe
2: somehow. Okay. So, yeah, I will. So we're in his office right now, right?
5: Mm hmm.
2: Okay. I'll. Do I have a clear view of the front door to the factory from his office door?
0: No, because it's one of those, you know, like there's a little partition wall, and the door, you know, just opens out into the into the factory proper, and then the the loading door is like all the way down at the other end.
1: I would also, machinery. I would also say, just so we're not missing any ropes in our faces, um, are there any like, are we, is there like papers out on the desk that's like, dear Hogue, keep killing the fairies.
0: <laughs> keep up the good work
1: keep up the good work signed Inspector Lagarras.
0: <laughs> signed Mephistopheles
1: <laughs> right
0: uh, no there's nothing like that okay sadly okay. so um, <laughs> uh, okay so meanwhile outside so so you're uh, Haas you're just going to head out into the factory proper then to try and uh, run your appearance yes. or what, what you thinking
2: my thinking is well, I think at this point, because of the his statements, I feel like he's being a little too open mm. with his opinions about like oh those those brownies, yeah, so mm. it's it's giving me a feeling of you know maybe he's our guy, but maybe he's not, uh but still he's definitely not he's up to up to something, yeah, so I think this my my assumption is this kind of overshadows any plans we may have had to. Uh, get information from him about the Steam Lords. And also, mm-hmm. maybe me and this guy, too. I don't know if this guy really knows any Steam Lords. He seems kind of uh, maybe he's not uh, quite quite on the Steam Lord level. I don't know. Uh, that, that Yeah, that has occurred to me. Uh,
1: he's also uh, what did he say about? He's <clears throat> who did he ask me about? Colt? Or?
0: Uh, Winchester.
1: Winchester. That's right. So yeah, I want to find out what he's got. Either like if he's for Winchester, if he's against Winchester, I don't know.
0: He's anti- Winchester.
1: Right? Yeah. It's like I will
0: work for Colt. <laughs>
2: so I think I think now we're kind of changing our, our plan a little bit because of this information he's providing. But it definitely seems like he's with the the um, munitions factory that he's running in secret. He's uh, mm-hmm. kind of changing things up a bit. So I will follow him out but watch from afar. I want to see who he's meeting with, but kind of try to stay out of, you know, eyesight and then determine from there what I'll do. We, I could, I'll I'll throw this out there too, Haas. Like, even though
1: you're right, this, like I'm, I'm here to really find out about my, my potential misses. But if this dude's like, yeah, we should have killed those fairies. And like, obviously we've been like thrown into the mystery um, because of the inspector. Mm. We could just like keep my missus um as like the primary and we can just hang in his office until he gets back and then later on we can be like, hey, let's go break into the factory and whatever.
2: I I'm up I'm open to suggestions. Okay. Uh, that would keep us that would help preserve our uh cover. And
1: right. Astrid lives more.
3: across the street. So just say
1: That's true. And also suspicious. <laughs> I'm also, the chief suspect.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Is there any way that you could work some alchemy to make the uh, safe easier to open later?
1: Hmm. I could definitely give that
2: a shot. I don't know. Uh... Or so that if we return, we can uh, do so. I I'm up for either one. I can I can run interference if you want to open the ch- open the safe, or we can uh, do something else.
1: Maybe I'll create, can I create a second, like a, like an actual back door? Like I imagine the safe in the floorboards, right? Mm
5: -hmm. Uh,
1: Is there a way that I can alchemy up a secondary door that we can just open up? If we like get, if we like open up the floorboards, we could just bypass the, the, the dial completely and just be like, boom, here's the door I made on this dude's safe. Sure. Sick. I'm a menace to society. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the ultimate (laughs) X-Man.
3: Yes, racist, but you're just here trying to open doors.
1: Hey, exactly. I'm trying to open doors for me, for the brownies, for butter.
0: (laughs) All right. So, um, yeah. It'll take a little longer, or a little more energy, I should say, than just, you know, burning away through the lock. Uh, But, yeah.
1: Can okay, definitely get, give it a shot. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. I mean, if I gotta stop, if if he if he starts opening the door, I'll stop immediately. Um,
0: okay, I'm not sure if that if that's like trying to suppress a sneeze or not. I mean, we'll we'll find out. Yeah, but all
5: right.
0: Um, so meanwhile, outside, yes, your your horseless. Carriage has uh, pulled up, and uh, you have paid the driver. As Monsieur Hugue comes, uh, you know, sort of power walking out of the factory, signaling to his goons who fall into line behind him, and uh, and he walks up to the gate and watches you.
4: Hmm.
3: You want me to take the lead on this one, or I mean, you're big. I'm loud.
4: I I suppose that uh, perhaps we should uh, lead with a more subtle approach.
3: Okay. Oh, hello. How are you? I'm here to deliver a message for my friend. Um, Could perhaps you let me know if he's here?
0: Uh, Yes. Uh, You look a bit uh, familiar to me. You live in this neighborhood, yes?
3: Um, I've worked around and about, I have to do a lot of things around here, but, um, I am delivering a message for, um, and I'm pre- pretending to check papers, um, Herr Frederick Haas, I was told that he might be here in a meeting.
0: Yes, uh, as a matter of fact, he is, um, I can take the message in if you'd like. We're actually just in the middle of some very important business.
3: Oh, I, I understand.
0: Uh, he's He's got the cigar clamped in his mouth, you know.
3: <laughs> Is there any way at all that I could get this message to him personally? It's very important.
0: Let's see here. Uh, what would we need for that? Um <clears throat> How about a charisma? Feat?
5: Okay.
3: I can mm-hmm. do
0: that. What is, your, what is your charisma normally at?
3: It is good. Because okay. I like making friends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Um, so, we will need an exceptional success. Uh, which would need four points to get you to partial success. Or, let's see... Uh, nine points to get you to a full success. Yikes.
3: Okay. And that's Charisma's Cups. Yes. Rude. But (laughs) I can use, I can turn in my Major to get a new hand, right? Yes,
0: absolutely. Okay.
3: So that just means I dump all my cards, basically, Mm -hmm. but not spend them, because I'm hoping to get some Cuppies instead. All right.
0: Alright. Recall. Shuffle. Deal. Four cards. On, Two cuts. Astrid. There you go.
3: Oh, of course I got I got four major arcana <laughs> cards. Why one, one moment while I check these in case they help me.
4: <laughs> oh my goodness.
3: Uh-huh. Hmm. uh dear. just to right. clarify
4: our situation they're on the other side of like a gate like a locked gate yes is, right. is that what's happening yeah. okay so yeah.
3: i'm trying to um, charm him through the gate
4: we have two obstacles like the guys and the gate so yeah, gates not an obstacle for us
3: we both have physique
4: and like really good like working with mechanical stuff tinkering and uh. what have you etc so
1: mm. That makes sense. About about how many feet is he away from us? Like, is it like a like a three minute walk, a one minute walk?
0: I'd say it's like a three minute walk. Yeah, at least five minutes, maybe. Okay, fair. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of which, we'll go back in time five minutes to when you start casting the spell. That'd be great. Okay, so this is the, you're attempting a physical uh, alteration. Uh, and so that means you need wands to get the best, uh, result, but, uh, go ahead and here, I'll just, do you want me to just start dealing them out onto the, onto the table? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could
1: just throw them out on the table so everybody could see them. Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, let's see. I guess it's just, I just pull it. Oops. No, I don't want to save it to Pinterest. Okay. All right. So, (laughs) (laughs) all right. So that is cups. Uh, So that would just be worth one point. Okay. Now, let me just refresh my memory here. For every card you pull, let's see here. All right. Casting the spell. All right. a sorcery card. Nope, that's not the right thing. Very annoying that the sorcery sorcery rules are split between pages with a gigantic Mm -hmm. section on lore books right between the two. Yes. Uh, Rude. <laughs> I know. All right. Let's see here. Uh, powers gathered by drawing cards one at a time, one card for every two minutes of game time. All right, that's what I thought. Go. Okay. All right. So that is your first draw. Here's your second draw. That is uh, swords. Um. Sadly, that's not what yeah. I need. not what you need no okay and then here's the third one uh that is the wheel of fortune interesting Mm. let's see what that does for you
1: grant's favorite show
0: Uh (laughs) (laughs) all right the wheel of fortune harmonics enter the spell no matter what cards are played draw a card from the sorcery deck if the card drawn is from the suit governing the spell or major arcana card draw again the card drawn does not count as gathered power and should be reshuffled into the sorcery deck the harmonic leaning of the spell will be in the form and strength of the card drawn oh interesting Interest. I will explain so explain that so it
1: all it all counts Interest. right is that what's going yes. on cool uh
0: base well yeah it, it kind of sort of, basically you can choose normally you can choose whether you want harmonics in your spell or not uh, if like if I if you pulled a you know a, a good wands card and you were able to play that right away, you're like, or not even right away, but you were able to play that, you'd be like, I don't want to use any of these other cards that I've drawn. I'm just going to use this wands card instead, right? And that would keep harmonics out of your spell. But what this okay. is saying is like, nope, there's going to be harmonics in your spell whether you like it or not. And I pulled a, a pentacles, so it's going to be pentacles harmonics. Well. All right, so that is six minutes we have just accounted for. Uh, So we will uh, flash back. I see that, uh, so Rainy, you have discarded. Yep, I got the
3: whole celestial collection of the sun, the moon, and the star, so I have discarded them.
0: Okay. (laughs) Ah, the coveted celestial collection. (laughs) All right, there you go.
3: I find this to be acceptable.
5: (laughs) All right.
0: Okay, so can you charm him with your charisma?
3: So here is what I'm going to do, because it's dumb. (laughs) Because I didn't get what I needed. But I did get the tower, which allows me to bump up my success by one level, as long as I take damage. Ooh. I think what I'm going to do is while I'm being all sweet and charming like I do and I'm like but I just really need to get in here and then I'm just going to like like slip and fall like on some like margarine residue or whatever that's on the (laughs) sidewalk. Hydrogenated (laughs) oil. Yeah Yeah. I'm just going to be like ah, like (laughs) lawsuit you know Um, and just like (laughs) fall because if he's a gentleman or his goons have to even keep the appearance of gentlemen, especially in front of iskander mm. they're gonna mm. have to open the gate and check on me at the very least so right. that's my plan if you're into me using it that way
0: that's fine yeah okay yeah
3: so there you are there's my tower card.
0: <laughs> <laughs> excellent all right so well, that's a let's
3: great see. success but i take a damage
0: <laughs> wow okay the power uh bad characters in success. They injure themselves in the process of one point of damage for every card they played while resolving the feat. Well, so there you go. You don't yeah. just take the one point. So that's not too bad.
5: Okay. All
0: right. I so don't know what that uh, means
3: in game terms, but I <laughs> I take it.
0: It's not too bad. Yeah, okay. it's not
3: too bad. Uh,
0: okay. So, so yeah, so your, your ruse has the intended effect. Uh, Monsieur Hoog, you know, does indeed Look alarmed and you know, oh dear, uh, madam. And so he he signals to his men to open the gate, and he steps forward and offers you his hand. You know, are you okay?
3: Oh, I don't. I'm actually hurt. This. <laughs> like ow!
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, actually have blood seeping down your
4: forehead. <laughs> like,
3: <laughs> it wasn't a pratfall. <laughs> I just no, it. Was
4: Scanders watching this all go down like she's a very talented actor actress. <laughs> this is phenomenal this performance. I Bravo, I must say. Like I mean yeah. You know, thinking. Yeah, yeah.
0: Alright. Uh so yeah, so that, that, that was sufficient. You know, he uh, he says, Well, uh please. Uh, you know, he looks a little put out but he's like, uh just come back with me into the factory I'm, I'm sure we can we can see to that cut and you can have a seat and rest until you are you are better. Uh Mr. Haas is inside you. anyway, so yes, yes. Come on uh, come along, bring perfect. your bring your escort to whoever that is with you.
3: Oh thank you so much, but I have to go quite slow because of this injury. So very slow.
2: <laughs> yes. Well played.
1: More time. <laughs>
0: Alright. <laughs> oh look at that. We just got an eight of wands. Alright. And Grant's sorcery is at a, a great normally, right? uh.
1: uh or good.
0: Gu- a good, yes. I'm trying okay. to
1: make it great, but
0: all right. So that gets you up to a fourteen. Uh so your target number here is twenty-six, just FYI.
1: Golly.
0: Alright, so that is eight minutes.
1: Yeah, I'm looking and... at Haas, and I'm like, you might have to, you might have to go out there and and be like, we were getting worried, so I thought I'd come check on you or something.
0: Well, you know, when you're gathering, when you're gathering the threads of magic, you're fully focused on that.
2: Oof. Yeah. <laughs> Question for you, Dave: How flammable yes. is margarine? Um. In this world. Jade. In this world. Do you have any idea?
0: uh yeah oh, in this world in, in the world of castle Falkenstein, <laughs> i don't know hydrogenated oil uh flammability probably not too is hydrogenated castor oil flammable um i mean I'm dying if you think that. about
6: like what like canola oil and like yeah peanut oil and like other things those are all like high fry kinds of things they've got a yeah
0: very a high, high smoke uh,
6: i feel like it's actually pretty stable which saddens me to not vote the comic relief route uh, <laughs> but in the name I mean, of science i feel like margarine is probably, it's probably
2: for the best
6: <laughs> it's probably for the best although i was dying i really want to see what happens with like an exploding margarine factory
5: Today, well,
4: it's flammable if you have the right attitude. <laughs> yeah, it's like gonna... I
3: did pull up fire points and flash points and stuff uh, for a bunch of oils. Let's see. Here. Oh, hydrogenated soybean oil. There we go. I mean, it is pretty high. But it's not... yeah, I mean, it would take some doing for sure.
0: <laughs> there are not there aren't going to be any car engines powered by hydrogenated right, oil So this
6: journeyman project was it to invent thermite because I feel yeah. like that's
0: that would be the trick. Some white what phosphorus, anybody? Say. Yeah. Um, well, I, as you can all see, I just drew Le Pendu, the Hanged Man, and uh, this is gonna this is gonna throw an interesting little monkey wrench into things. Actually,
1: <laughs> this is this is so. great news. <laughs>
0: oh, this is this is the best news yeah. because this is what happens: the spell warps and becomes a new spell entirely. The host decides what form the new spell takes.
1: Oh no. Banana. <laughs> oh
0: yes. So, as you are uh as you are gathering the these uh you know these threads of magic and weaving them together, focusing on creating a little side door in the side of the safe and a little tunnel going up under the floorboards that you can access the side door from, suddenly there's like the magical equivalent of throwing your back out. You know, it's just like something comes out of freaking nowhere. And just flips everything, you know, and no. and uh, before you know it, you are looking at a floor safe that is made out of margarine.
1: This is good news.
0: <laughs> yes, you have transmuted the cast iron of the safe into margarine,
2: buddy. I'm gonna look at Alex or sorry, Haas. <laughs> <laughs> A uh, cigar drops out of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Ignites the extremely combustible petroleum
5: yeah. yes. on the safe, causing it to As burst into flames. Yep.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at you like, "We're screwed, partner." <laughs> there's There's no way I can hide this. I'll need I'll need 10 minutes to
2: change it back. <laughs> Put it back. Put it back. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what. Okay, so I, yeah, I'll back out of the door, just like holding up my finger. What, like, don't, don't worry. I got. I got this. Oh, oh, Say, <laughs> yeah. the door. Uh, can I lock the door, or is it possible to lock it?
0: Now, let's see here. There's one other. There's one other complication here, which is that we had some harmonics involved with this spell. I pulled cups, uh, which is emotional. So spell has an emotional harmonic, material I aspect. Start
3: crying. <laughs>
0: pretty much, material I mean, you aspect have, like, sad spells. Eat
3: the butter, like just start eating it's... the safe.
0: <laughs> like,
3: not, right. like like not like this. <laughs> not like this.
5: like
6: this. I was like thinking this. it was gonna be like crying, but it's margarine.
0: Yeah. Oh, like, god. oh god! Oh god! Oh, oh, no. <laughs> Material aspect spells may have a, so that's what you're doing. You're doing material aspect spells may have emotions attached to them, such as irrational auras of fear or joy. Transformed subjects may be seized with delusions, believing they really are what they have transformed into, or objects may take on aspects of
3: intelligence. Oh no! Intelligence. intelligent margarine. margarine. All right, so
0: so it. yeah, so you've turned the safe, guys. you've turned the safe into margarine, and then to your horror. The, the door of the safe like, kind of starts forming into a mouth. and uh,
1: What is my purpose? <laughs> yeah, Why? and,
0: and, yeah, and, it, and it, it says, what would you have me do?
1: Oh, God. Open, open. Wow, what would you have me do? Uh, yeah, I do I need to make a sanity test?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, in another game, absolutely. And I might have to put this into a scenario at some
2: sure. <laughs> Is Frederick still in the room to witness this?
0: Yes, you are. Yes, because this all happened before you started backing out. So this this happened, like, immediately. It was like, you know, and oh then it was just like, God. and then, right. what would you have me
2: do? I will just slump into a seat with no thoughts towards uh, <laughs> any other action.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. I have a flask
1: on me. I'm like, pretend to be cast iron for the next <laughs> 12 hours. <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 Holy shit. What do I tell this thing to do? I'm like, uh, what do you, hey, uh, oh my God. This is a question I never thought I would have well, to answer. Well, hey there, answer. little feller. Yeah, I'm like, oh, hey there, partner. Even
2: it's all happening, happen- again.
1: happening again. Yes, exactly. Happening
2: <laughs> again. This always happens. Oh, my God. Frederick's seen this before. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. So, it must be fuck. Wednesday. It must be Wednesday. No, not again. No, no, not again. <laughs>
1: it's oh, all my God. happening again.
2: Okay, so.
1: There's I mean there's no point in pretending there's no point in pretending that this safe didn't just turn into a sentient margarine mimic. No. No. <laughs> so so I'm gonna just be like, open up partner <laughs> and like I just walk to <laughs> always, yeah. I'm gonna, I gotta take what I gotta take what's mine, buddy. I I made this unspeakable horror. I've gotta own up to it. <laughs> Dude, and, like
4: you could just play dumb too. Like, you know, uh, Monsieur Hugh comes back in, like, what the hell? And you're like, I'm like, I don't know what kind of shit show operation you're running. Yeah, was <laughs> like this like, when yeah, I got like What are you doing? We looking at me for? I
1: don't yeah, know. Like. I mean, does you're this? You're the dip- one with the weird butter safe. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I'm like, hey, you left, and your safe turned into margarine. <laughs> Started talking to me. So
0: yeah, you said,
4: mind you. Very,
0: I mean, there- the classic, uh, the classic toddler excuse. Oh. I was just standing here, and then this happened.
1: I was just so I was just. I sitting was here dead at the my, time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just enjoying my cigar, and your safe came alive. Um, yeah, is I mean, there's is there any way that I can fool this dude? I don't think there's any way I can be like he did it. You know, there's nothing. <laughs> Flame it on us. <laughs> Blame it on us. <laughs> he
2: walks in. I'm like, "Damn, Hoss, what'd you do? <laughs> what did what did I do? Yeah. yeah. Oh shit, man." Oh, shit.
4: In all seriousness, you probably could spin it such that it's retaliation from the brownies, and magical oh, creatures, and it. so on and so forth. It's so, not a bad like, idea. You know, that's a not good a bad point idea. as an explanation. I don't know if um this-
1: I mean, this dude Grant doesn't know that I'm a sorcerer or not,
4: but exactly. Yeah. I don't, you know.
1: I mean, he might. So I don't know. World. I I probably am wearing a Masonic ring. But is it oh, open probably. knowledge that Freemasons are sorcerers? Yeah. Just
5: mm-hmm. like in yeah. real life? <laughs> yeah, okay. just like in real life. Exactly.
1: <laughs> just like when I walk down the street, people are like, look at his tie. He um, a wizard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. You know what? You're <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah is there a way like normally i might be like oh is there there a way that i can uh like do we want to be like hey would grant think of something like that i don't know that he would have i certainly didn't (laughs) i
0: mean that's fine i don't don't mind a little metagaming that's fine
3: okay i mean he was very obviously racist and stuff so just use it (laughs) against him dude you know what okay
1: i have a better idea all right i'm gonna i'm gonna say open up yeah I'm going to tell the safe to open up and then I'm going to go over there. I'm going to take whatever's in the safe. What is what yep. is in there?
0: Alright, so you tell the safe to open up. What happens is that the the mouth lid just stretches wider and it starts vomiting out everything that's inside. Oh, good. <laughs> and it's like, you know, all of it's covered in, in hydrogenated uh, oil. So, um... What you're
6: saying is it's all waterproofed now and that's a plus. Oh, there, there we go. go.
0: There
1: you go. The
6: bright side.
0: That's right. Uh, so what you find with a quick glance is, uh, I mean, you see the deed to the factory, the insurance, you know. Uh, you see a letter with the letterhead of the Winchester Repeating Arms Company. You see a letter with the letterhead of the Prussian Consulate. And um, and then you see a uh, some kind of handwritten letter as well.
1: Alright, I'm grabbing it and I'm mm-hmm. gonna go to the door, grab Haas by the uh by the collar
0: uh-huh. and,
1: and push him out the door, and I'm gonna yeah. start yelling for uh what what's this feller's name again? Um, Hoog? Hoog, there you go. I'm gonna yeah. say Hoog, Hoog, the brownies <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They just busted into your office, turned your dang safe into into margarine. I might even call it butter. <laughs> Turned it into butter. Turned it into uh. butter and absconded with your, with whatever was in there.
2: Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> so, Question, does the safe follow us out?
1: <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. I new wanted friends, to tell the safe. Friends. I wanted to tell the safe to, like, hey, I don't know. Papa, like I don't are are know going? what to do, but don't I'm going to be like, me, Papa. I'm, yeah, I'm going to be like, I'm, Stay. I'm, not your da- I'm not your daddy and forget what you've seen. <laughs> yeah. Father, why? Why are you <laughs> forsaking me? Do you not love me.
2: Oh my God.
4: Clearly you're new like, to this. Just tell it you're going to get some cigarettes
0: and then you just don't
1: come. Yeah, I'm like, I'm going to get a cigar. <laughs>
0: it just it just shows up on your windowsill at midnight, you know. Yeah, I'm
1: up. like I'm like, whoever comes in here, do not talk to him. It's just gonna be bad news.
0: <laughs> wow. All right.
2: <laughs> I, I think I've just ruined the entire world that, oh. what, what, we said it was may right
0: May-ish. Yeah. yeah May. so yeah. it's
2: got to be kind of warm too right a little bit right. yeah,
0: it's, it's, it's warming up for sure oh. yeah i feel it's bad chilly for this
1: sentient margarine that's about to <laughs> melt away into yeah. who knows what
0: yeah yeah all right uh now just before we get to all that so yeah. who was walking iskander and um astrid back into the uh, factory do either of you have good perception yes okay uh and obviously you have good tinkering yes so you would tinkering excellent so you both oh. recognize immediately you know the same thing that uh Haas saw earlier which is this is not a functional margarine factory and he's assembling gun presses and you know
4: firearms manufacturing Apparatus. I think we would share a significant look at that, having both noticed it, like, you seeing this shit? Yeah, I'm seeing this shit. (laughs) You know?
3: Yeah. And I'd be like, oh wow, I'm hurt even more somehow right now in my heart and also my (laughs) knees still (laughs) ow.
0: (laughs) <laughs> he says he says madam if you don't mind it didn't seem like that great of a fall
3: are you are, are you questioning my honor as <laughs> as a woman
0: no i i merely meant to say that i didn't think that it was that terrible of a spill I'm but very apparently sensitive. it is oh, i'm That's i'm so sorry to hear that delicate and then hey hey mr hook yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mr Who. so at that he turns around and 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 you know he's he turned it into what you know and goes uh, running back towards his office so what do the rest of you want to do
1: i'm like do not go in there <laughs> horrors beyond your imagination
0: <laughs> yeah so yeah, so he, he throws the door open and he's just like, Jesus Christ! You know? <laughs> <laughs> he stumbles back, you know, crossing himself, you know. Oh! Those monstrous demons! out, Oh! They will stop at nothing until I'm ruined! And then he, he tries to compose himself, you know. Mr. Grant, uh, Mr. Uh, Morgan, Mr. Haas, I, I do apologize. We will have to schedule another meeting. This is this is terrible. And as he's saying that like he he had shut the door as he as he, you know, recoiled and the door starts to shudder as the <laughs> margarine Safe is like kind of banging on it, you know.
1: Oh I'm going to say <laughs> that's
2: I'm gonna your say, problem now. Yeah, well, no, I'm going to be like I'm
1: going <laughs> to be like, "Please, Mr. Hoog, I think I can fix this for you, but I'm going to need some time."
0: How can you possibly fix this?
1: I, I reveal my Masonic ring, and I say I am familiar in some magical arts. I may be able to subdue the beast. Uh,
0: I see. Well then, do what, do what needs to be done, man. I, I can't have that in my office.
1: Please, have a seat. I know this has been a, a jarring experience for you, sir.
0: Yes. Jarring. Jarring. And he, he kind of takes a shaky seat.
1: All right, I, I go into his office, and I close the door behind me. <laughs> and the rest of us and then you have a little silence. You have a little heart-to-heart. <laughs> yeah, and I kneel down. I'm like, look, little buddy, <laughs> <laughs> you, you are not meant for this world. You're too pure. You're literally pure margarine.
0: <laughs> 100% margarine. <laughs>
1: I can't believe it's sentient. <laughs> I can't believe uh, it's not, not sentient. All right. <laughs>
4: I, can't believe I feel it, like yeah. we just collectively wrote the backstory for Jabba the Hutt, or Pizza uh, the Hutt from uh, Spaceballs.
1: <laughs> and his sidekick, Puke. Um,
5: <laughs> yeah, so
1: I kneel down and I'm like, I mean, does Marjorie Safe say anything? Does he want to share any words?
0: Uh he says uh G <laughs> Yes it has it has male genitals. Um okay. it says um
1: <laughs> I I notice.
0: You notice it's hard I'm not to. Um yeah.
2: <laughs> we all noticed. <laughs> it's hard not we to <laughs> It's
0: it's like yeah. Um so it says uh it says uh it is for the best, father. I am much better off as a safe than as whatever this is. And it like that's... rubs its margariney hands over its oh, margarine body.
1: <laughs> I'm like, that's very mature of you.
0: <laughs> I was built for one thing and one thing only, to keep things safe. <laughs> I cannot do that in my current form.
1: Yeah, not as margarine. And I kinda like put my finger through part of his <laughs> part of its body. Yeah. I say, You clearly are not good at the at protecting things anymore. So I'm gonna I'm gonna help you out. But know that Someone loved you. (laughs) For the briefest of moments. (laughs) Okay.
0: And with that, you undo your spell. Do I have to draw
1: any cards?
0: (laughs) No, you don't.
1: <laughs> yeah. you oh shit times. we
0: drew another yeah. we drew another hangman <laughs>
1: yeah. I want this nightmare to be over <laughs> yeah.
0: All of Paris is swallowed into a hell mouse um <laughs> so yeah no you you simply unweave you un you you know you weave you weave magic together to make the spell and you can unweave it to undo
1: okay good yeah and
0: so uh, so you do so and a you know everyone hears this heavy metallic clunk as the safe hits the ground.
1: I might, uh, while I'm in there and I know I got some privacy, I might do a real quick scan of these documents and figure out if maybe I need to, like, leave some of it behind. Sure. I don't know.
0: So, like I say, there was the deed and the insurance policy. And then um, there was a letter from the Winchester Repeating Arms Company. Uh, A quick scan seems to be indicating that it was... uh, correspondence for manufacturing uh getting a license to manufacture winchester rifles uh upon a certain uh a certain uh deposit you know being received and uh and then oh actually and then i did forget there are a couple other letters from local parisian banks informing him that his application for a loan had been denied And then there is this letter from the Prussian consulate uh, thanking him for his interest in uh, selling uh, Winchester rifles to the Prussian army and that they would be sending a representative forthwith. And then the handwritten note is from uh, Fräulein Bernadette Fink von Finkenstein. It's a promissory note saying that the uh, Prussian consulate will pay him uh, a handsome sum uh, you know, for the manufacture of the Winchester rifles, and for the manufacture of this uh, new gun technology uh, recently acquired upon uh, successful testing and proving.
1: Okay, <clears throat> and can I tell if the new can I tell if the new technology is the uh, is like the auto firing stuff? It's just some kind
0: of vague reference to you know, as discussed. The new, okay. the new uh, gun type, you know, under under testing currently by the Prussian government.
1: Is there a date or anything?
0: It is dated today.
1: Okay, fantastic. All right, so I'm going to put all that in my coat, mm-hmm. um, and then I'm going to open the door. And I'm going to look at everybody and say, uh, "The crisis has been averted." Uh, however, Mister um, <clears throat> Hug. I seem to recall what some of these brownies who absconded with your materials looked like, and I believe I've seen them about town. So I'm going to go see if I can barter to get your materials back from you, and we don't need to get anybody else involved if that suits you.
0: I am outraged. I I am moments away from uh, going to the police about this, unless you can give me some good reason why I shouldn't.
1: Well, I think the well. I'm going to be honest with you, sir. The uh, the police actually came to us about the shooting earlier. It seems like they didn't have any interest in dealing with the Fae. and uh, I feel like your request would only be tied up in bureaucratic tape and fall on deaf ears.
0: Mm, that is a good point, actually. Yes. Well, I'll give you, you know 24 hours. <clears throat> Please, yeah, yeah, so yeah,
1: that should be more than enough.
0: No, very good. I would be I'd be much in your debt if you could get the paperwork back. It's quite important to me.
1: Well, and then perhaps when I return we can continue with business and I'll hold out my hand for a hearty shake.
0: I would look forward to that very much and uh thank you for your understanding in this matter.
1: This fool's like margarine in my hands. <laughs> I think to myself.
0: <laughs> wow. All right, that's a good that's a good break for the for the scenes. So. All right, so we'll we'll gather everyone back together then. Uh, remember, you have a ball to attend tonight. Uh, so, um, what are your plans for the ball?
3: Do you have your things with you? You can get cleaned up at my abode. Oh, Potterfield and I can make you some tea. But if you don't have your stuff, then you'll probably have to go back to your place.
1: Yeah, I, I probably need to go back to the hotel. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I think we should all go back to the hotel. And before this ball happens, I need to show you all this stuff.
2: Do we need to check on Potterfield before we leave or is he gonna be okay?
3: Uh, I should just to make sure that they know that I'm okay. Cause I kind of disappeared this morning. <laughs>
0: so nope. is Potterfield the type who would have started like wrecking the, wrecking the place when you didn't come back or,
3: uh, <laughs> <So> <laughs> or so like on my main concern yeah, is either ahead. that everything's fine and chill or that I didn't come home and so now Potterfield went out on some adventure somewhere that is my concern <laughs> like because that's that's <laughs> the way that they work sometimes
1: I can't wait to read Potterfield's midweek taster <laughs> yeah. I think yeah
0: For that very reason, I think, uh, yes, you do find that Potterfield has wandered off. And so we will... The adventures of
2: Potterfield, Katsubu, and Margarine safe.
3: (laughs) (laughs) At least it doesn't look violent or anything. I will say, like, Potterfield left, like, the typical unhelpful note. That's like, went out to fetch something. Don't worry. (laughs) Like, like, yeah.
0: Like a uh like something Charlie from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia would write. And like cat pictogram, (laughs) like just really misspelled.
3: It's got so many different parts of brain and memory to work with for writing. It's not exactly suit. Yeah. yeah.
0: No. Like
3: I'm going to have to track them down later. I hope they don't yes. get into trouble. I'm sure I will have to write a lot about all the trouble they got into, though. Oh my. Okay. Anyway, I suppose it's time to go. I'll leave a note in case they come back.
0: <laughs> okay.
3: <clears throat>
0: oh man. All right. So, uh, so you you want a, a little conven convening before the uh, ball, right? To go over everything
1: ideally because i don't know what to make of any of this kind of stuff it's it's all pretty much out of my ballpark
0: time to huddle up and put your heads together so also back at Frederick's. i was gonna say
6: mm-hmm. Catsy yes. Boo and i hadn't looked at those that paper yet
5: oh. thank you
0: yes thank you for the reminder so um uh the paper on your way back to the rendezvous there's nothing identifiable on it. There's no, um, there's no like markings or anything. Uh, however, it is a type of paper you've never really uh, seen before, and in fact, it makes your fingertips tingle when you uh, handle it. It has the smell of iron, very Ooh, slight. I was
6: about to ask if it was a good tingle or a bad tingle.
0: Yeah, not 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 great. It's like a, a low-grade electric shock, you know, just kind of, you know,
6: sticking your um, tongue to a nine-volt battery. Got it
0: very much uh, so yeah that's what you that's what you discern it's an odd kind of paper uh, so rendezvousing back at Frederick's I assume if that's all right and um, pooling your pooling your experiences so let's let's go over let's just do a quick summary of what what everything what was found. The factory was not set up to make margarine. It's in the middle of a retrofit. Some equipment is being used for firearms manufacture. Uh, Hoog has letters from Winchester and the Prussian consulate. Some kind of firearms uh, shenanigans going on. Uh, And then uh, uh, Bondi was wearing real cotton gloves that smelled of lavender. And you found uh, burned crumpled paper in the stove with a distinctive ferrous smell
3: to it. Hmm, perhaps the same yeah, yeah, yeah. And we know uh, that Bernadette is the one who stole the plans. And she had a handwritten mm-hmm. note in the safe, which you have now too.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: She's a butthole Prussian liar.
1: Is there a relationship? It's too. Yeah. I I might uh, Query to the group: Is there a relationship between cotton and iron? Like, why would the fairy woman need cotton gloves? I think that if specifically, she was handling, real cotton gloves—is that strange? I
4: just think that she was maybe handling something that that hurt her hands, some iron or or similar, um, and it hurt her hands and this was a a palliative sort of measure with the the bandage-like gloves soaked in a soothing um, anti-inflammatory type of uh, you know oil Uh, in addition to whatever magical properties it might have in this universe
1: Perhaps she herself was handling an iron substance
4: Right, I'm just gonna sink in I think she's in on it either way. Same. You know, she's Uh, definitely part of this uh, love pentacle that's being drawn (laughs) between (laughs) Bernadette and the police and the Prussian government and uh, Monsieur Hoog and and so on and so forth.
1: So if uh, I guess if we're like, I mean, if we're drawing assumptions from the stuff that we have so far, Mm -hmm. the... Margarine factory is being retrofitted to create guns to sell to the Prussian government, and Bernadette is in on it, right?
3: Yeah, she's like, like their agent, their go between, their middleman. Yeah,
2: what's um, the diplomatic relationship between mm-hmm. France and Prussia right now? Uh, mortal
0: enemies in our own history right now prussia would be uh kicking france's ass in the franco-prussian war Uh, but due to the discovery of engine magic which uh, then equipped the bayernese uh aero navy with superior airships they were able to stop the prussian advance through bayern and prevent the uh defeat of
1: france they did not see that coming no, they didn't.
3: Would my physician <laughs> skill allow me to confirm anything about the potential like protective and or palliative nature of lavender laced cotton gloves?
0: Absolutely. What is your physician?
3: Um, uh, I think that I was able to convince you to let me have good physician after dissecting bodies and putting them oh, back together.
2: <laughs> You've got me. All right. I'll take that. <laughs> Take that, host. Um, <laughs> I know, I was going to say GM, and I was like, wait, it's something else. Wait, no. It? That's what yeah. else.
0: Uh-uh. Uh, okay, so let's see. You're at good. If you can get up to... Where are we here? <clears throat> if you can get up to great. So all you need is two points. And that would How be about uh, swords or anything else.
3: Uh, two Twelve parts. points. How about them? How about them apples?
0: Ah, applesauce. Mm. All right, so um, yeah, that's that'll do it. Uh, so that's a high success. So um, yes, your physician confirms Iskander's uh, suppositions. Uh, lavender is not only not only used as a palliative, but it is it is indicated for treatment of burns, particularly for fairies who are burned from handling iron.
3: oh, you're totally right. And in fact, they use this as a salve. So that is strange. It's almost like she was using, she was bandaging her hands from handling something like cold iron. What is going on here?
2: None of plot this feels right. What are you plot. saying, Haas? Oh, much like margarine, the plot thickens. Oh my God.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm the not The arteries of this plot thicken.
6: I'm curious though. From my own perspective, touching something that's iron is one thing, and that is definitely painful. Touching Mm -hmm. cold iron, though, for any amount of time, that's... I mean... Even with, like, special gloves, I can't imagine that she would be able to manipulate something for that long meaningfully. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It Mm -hmm. seems more Mm -hmm. likely that it's regular iron rather than cold iron Mm -hmm. from my own perspective. You'd be the
3: expert for sure.
6: I'm just like wincing like, oh, like trying not to think about like what it would take to like touch that even with gloves for long enough to say set a contraption like that just seems unfathomable.
1: And the rifle that was used for the assassination that was made out of cold iron, right?
0: No, Uh, no, the rifle itself was not
1: okay.
2: But the
3: yeah. bullet was.
6: Well the I bullet was the have...
2: inspector, right? He he was like exuding some kind of cold iron. Yeah, it was
6: yes. him, not the gun. But yeah. the mm-hmm. bullet would have had to have right. cold iron for um, to cause to... the sparkles. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct.
1: So if she was in on the assassination, I mean she may have set the gun up, but somebody
3: else had to load it.
4: Hmm. Hmm. Possibly.
3: Or that piece There's... being the small piece, maybe she did load it, and that's what caused grievous injury to both hands.
1: <laughs> yeah, that could be. I yeah. mean, who would who would expect mm. a fairy to fire a cold weapon bullet?
4: Yeah, she would have been um, injured before the murder. Then
0: do
3: I remember her case. wearing gloves mm. at the when I went to check on her in the morning?
0: What is your perception? Good. If you can make it a great feat, then I'd say you can get a clear memory.
3: Okay. Perception is pentacles. All right. How many points do I need to get it to great? Just two. All right. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> All
0: right. Uh, you think back and yes, she was wearing cotton gloves.
3: Yes, she was wearing the gloves when I checked on her after the shooting.
0: <laughs> it's like a little Murder, Did She Wrote you style go? flashback <laughs> all, all fuzzy around the edges.
3: <laughs> there I was going to the place. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah.
6: <laughs> so it seems likely then that she would have had to have organized those individuals with the Rotten Fruit during during her speech in order to have Michelle step forward. Because certainly she could not have meant to take the bullet herself, but to have it be perhaps a symbolic act. That would suggest then that the Paris police and Danielle are in cahoots. But to what end?
1: Well, I got to say this about, uh, Monsieur Hoog. Uh, he's not a, a, particularly pleasant character. He did, uh, say that it was a shame that the Brownie leader wasn't killed instead, but I don't know. I don't think, I don't think he had anything to do with this assassination. I think he's, uh, I, I don't want to say innocent, but, uh, I don't, I don't think he had anything to do with the attempt.
6: One wonder what type of arms are being manufactured in his factory, though.
1: Well, I know they're Winchesters, and I pulled out the, the contract.
2: Can you tell from the rifle, whether the make, like, could you look at that rifle and tell if it's a Winchester, if there's certain, like, uh, elements to it that would make it that? Probably. Uh
0: no, you've already oh. typed it. It was a um <clears throat> what was oh,
2: it? Oh yeah, the,
1: the one that we the one that we looked at. The media the uh, A yeah. oh, Whitworth. It
0: was Whitworth. a Whitworth. Oh okay.
1: mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't think uh and I wanna pull out the other piece of paper. Um the uh letter, the handwritten letter. Mm. and be like this was delivered this is dated today so they had a they had a meeting in fact was that the woman who we saw leaving the estate when we got there mr haas
3: was she lithe and blonde and stupid beautiful with perfect curly hair
1: well i remember she she wore a monocle monocle. (laughs) <laughs>
2: That's the one. Couldn't, couldn't keep my eyes off that monocle. Yeah, I know.
1: I was like, "That's a nice monocle." <laughs> That's a fine monocle. Thought I'd get me one. I like, I like both, of, both of us, like,
2: Frederick and Grant are both like,
1: "Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> you see that monocle?" Yeah, I'm like,
2: "Hmm, <laughs> I only got eyes for one woman,
1: uh, Miss Astrid, but a monocle." Mono-
0: <laughs> monocle is yeah. apt to catch your eye. Hey, I have
1: what, question,
5: what was if...
1: was she was she how Astrid is describing her? Yes. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Are
5: any of Question.
6: the papers that uh, Mr. Morgan has produced from this safe of a similar type of paper as what I uh, and Catsybee retrieved? Or right, do any so... of the papers from the safe have the same tingle tingle?
0: Mm-hmm. So, uh, so you produce this paper that you uh, you retrieved. And uh, and are comparing it against the others, and uh, indeed, no, uh, all of the papers from the safe, even with their hydrogenated coating, are clearly more of your standard sort of stationary paper. However, both Iskander and Astrid, you recognize immediately the paper that Brexta has pulled out. It is blueprint paper. Aha!
4: Ah. <laughs> see. Um, I feel like I would rush forward at that and halfway through uh, catch myself because I don't want to uh, cascade towards Brexta. It's like (laughs) like a human avalanche. So I would stop and approach more carefully and respectfully and uh, kneel down. Uh, Might I examine those Brexta? They look quite familiar to me.
6: But of course, please take it please take it
4: (laughs) my thanks with the customary hand to the chest and a slight bow of the head and Mm -hmm. i will examine the blueprints to see if they are what i'm hoping they are and uh, the blueprints to my uh to my journeyman my my former journeyman piece
0: all right so um you examine it. Now, like I say, it was just a, a little strip of uh, blueprint paper. Uh, not, much, not very substantial. But you do note a watermark on the corner that you would recognize being in your line of inventoring. And it is the watermark of a certain Dr. Jean-Alexandre Lematte He is a phys- physician and inventor who is well known for creating the successful Le percussion cap revolver in the United States, uh, and, uh, runs a gunsmithing workshop
4: here in Paris. I hmm. see. I'll have to share this information with the group and sort of share the scrap of paper about as, um, you know, to support my claims as I explain what I've deduced from the
1: paper. The uh, uh, Winchester, that's an American gun company as well, isn't it?
0: Indeed, it is. Uh-huh.
1: What are all these American gun companies doing, funneling their wares through uh, well, you No.
0: Know, fun fact America <laughs> made a lot
2: of firearms in the 19th century. That's very true. Um,
3: <laughs> dang. It was yeah. one,
0: one of its uh, earliest uh, export industries.
3: But Our, a, oh, a local gunsmith with plans that were found in a fairy camp. I mean, perhaps he worked with them to produce the weapon—the
1: automatic firing weapon. Yes, that's what I'm thinking too.
0: Jay, didn't mm-hmm. your Deadlands character have a Lamotte revolver? I think so. Yeah, because that's, that's the one that the. A... Chick- it's a six-shooter with a shotgun barrel. Underneath.
6: Yes! Yes! Yeah. That is absolutely what he had.
0: uh
6: uh-huh. Ah, oh, that takes me back. <laughs>
0: yeah, so it's uh, it's like a, you know, double Whopper with cheese of revolvers. Um, well, so...
1: It seems to me we've got two, at least two mysteries going on that have some overlapping in their Venn diagrams, as it were. Mm-hmm. Iskander... Uh, I guess, did you guys talk about your journeyman papers going missing? Do we know the timeline on that?
4: Mm. I mean, I don't know if we talked about it yet, but it was definitely on the uh, agenda to share with you what was taken and uh, how important it is that we retrieve this, and how it fits in with everything here. Because... Yeah. Um, And based
3: on the condition of your mentor, it would have only been maybe hours before?
4: Mm -hmm. So it could be, it could be this is the new design uh, to which Bernadette is referring in her handwritten note, or it could be the um, automatic firing mechanism or a, a combination thereof, perhaps.
1: Or it could be neither, I mean if we're being thorough. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if if Bernadette...
6: Oh, go ahead. Uh, It simply could be coincidental, but separate. I mean, certainly it sounds like, Iskander, your design would be truly remarkable and worth a great deal of money to those who are interested in such things. And it also might so happen that uh, the Brownies uh, perhaps have additional motivation for stopping, perhaps, Mr. Hoog, not just the production of margarine. um, Not to say that all of them are in the same line of of action.
4: Hmm. So I think the question becomes at this point, who do we confront with our evidence and demand answers?
6: I have an appointment with a a certain someone that I'm hoping can shed a little light perhaps to the political intricacies of the situation. Mm.
4: And we have the ball to attend still. Yeah. uh, That's what we're we're Uh, still going to do that.
1: You know, I like a good intrigue ball session. (laughs) Uh, But I think we should probably, yeah, I don't know that we should confront anybody just quite yet until we know exactly what's going on and how all these events are or are not linked.
3: We should probably check out the uh, smithing shop since it's local, though.
1: And I've got 24 hours before I hand back these papers to Mr. Hoog, and I am gonna because I want to know if he knows anything about Miss Holmes and uh, Sir Percival. I need that fool in my pocket.
2: And I think uh, Frederick would also feel you know, a certain obligation to turning over the evidence of collaboration between uh, Hoog and the Prussians to his superiors at the embassy, but mm. he is willing to hold off on that to see how everything else pans out first. But uh, yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll definitely be wanting to do that at some point.
1: We might be able to find somebody who could make a forgery and keep the original, and you can use that for your purposes. Uh, uh, <laughs> Herr Haas. I was gonna say Senora, <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely not old. This is fine. He's a, is fine. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, who know? You know, Grant spent some time with some Mexican fellows.
0: Senior <laughs> Uh
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, yeah, I think we can even find some forgery, or maybe through alchemy I could make a duplicate. I could become mm. a Xerox. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. What could go wrong? It <laughs> <I don't> remember <laughs> what happened last
6: time. Sentient oh, Xerox that just, like, reads it aloud to you. <laughs> oh,
1: man. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with, yeah, like I said, I, I'll, I'll probably turn these up. I mean, if host is like, hey, I, I need that paper for you know, and we have, like, a little uh, tiff about it. That's fine. But
2: no, not, I think no. Uh, it's, see, we will wait 24 hours. A little lover's stat. In, yeah. By the end of the 24-hour period.
1: I'm fine with that, yeah. 24 hours. Do whatever you want with them, but at the end of that 24 hours, I'm giving these back to Mr. Hoot before the police get involved,
5: mm-hmm.
0: and,
1: uh, and they're out of our control.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Alright, so, uh, yeah, as far as Lamott's workshop, you know, it is getting on towards the end of the day, so um, logically that would be a tomorrow thing. You've got the uh, ball to attend tonight, Uh, so is there anything else, right, before we move to the ball that you all want to uh, take care of? Um...
3: Should probably just make sure those papers are secure if we're going to be leaving.
1: Yeah, I'm tempted to keep them on my person. I think that's probably a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
4: I don't I don't imagine you would, yeah, put them in a, a safe or similar <laughs> I've had business. enough of safe. <laughs> <Right. laughs> um, yeah. I'll be, no I more safe. No I safes. only know
1: one safe and <laughs> I miss them dearly. <laughs>
4: so we have to put on our uh our coattails and our um Mm -hmm. waistcoats and 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 all that sort of thing and um i would have assumed that i would have uh procured some small uh, melee weapons after my experience on the train in the intervening time um, like mm-hmm. previously like I had it in mind that I just picked up a, a couple uh, sets of brass knuckles brass yep. knucks and I just keep them secreted about my person so mm-hmm. if I didn't have them with me already I'd get that along with my tucks or whatever it is right now to gear up before you head to the ball because you never know your can- oh, knuckles,
0: as Astrid would call them um okay, so let's see. Uh I think we established that everybody either has an invite or ha- can bring someone else as a plus one. And uh so we'll just cut to the uh let's see, where is this being held? <laughs> Remind myself of that. Alright. And just as a reminder, uh the reason you're going to this is that the uh, Prefet de police uh, Monsieur Felix Voisson is going to be in attendance. Uh, so you were hoping what? to get some face time with him and
1: who, uh, who is this guy? What do we want from him?
0: He's basically the head of the of the PP. Uh, so you were going to uh, try and see if you could shake him down for any information. Alright, so this is being held at the Hotel Carnavalet, and uh, it is a benefit for the Académie des Sciences. Uh, Also in attendance tonight is the Minister of Science, Jules Verne, Calculation Engineer, Charles Babbage, the Divine Sarah Bernhardt, Brexta's uh, landlady, the famed scholar, Clemence Royer. Uh, and, uh, engineer and architect Gustav Eiffel. There's
1: a uh, a real who's who here tonight.
0: Oh, yes. The stars have come out indeed. Uh, so, it is this, uh, you know, grand neoclassical facade, uh, you know, carriages lining up, disgorging their, uh, contents one after the other like a margarine safe. Uh but instead of slimy letters it is instead well dressed uh people in their finest evening wear, the men in tucks and tails, the women in beautiful satin ball gowns, uh the sound of the chamber orchestra inside playing the waltz can be heard even from outside as you surmount the steps and enter into this uh, great uh ballroom after you know handing off your gloves and hats and canes and so on and so forth Uh, there are fine uh paintings on the walls there are uh you know beautiful chandeliers casting twinkling lights uh, across the ballroom floor uh, because indeed the chandeliers are lit by fairy lights uh, rather than candles and um there's a uh you know open bar and refreshment table as well um and uh yeah so anything in particular anybody wants
1: to do i'm gonna immediately comment on jade's dress <laughs>
0: let me see here oh, up. sorry uh Right. It is an
6: actual design from an actual designer in Paris, although I think that particular dress came out in the eighteen nineties. He was all the rage at the hmm. turn of the century.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna say, uh, my Brexta, that's uh, <clears throat> you certainly didn't skimp on the uh, on the outfit tonight.
6: I'm gonna smile and look very pleased with myself and perhaps you notice me grow visibly taller. <laughs>
1: uh.
4: Yeah, nice. And Astrid's as well. Yeah. I feel like she has her like, uh, Hermione at the winter ball moment here, where she's all like, plain <laughs> and scholarly and somewhat frumpy the whole time. Weird, and then she shows up.
5: <laughs> <How dare you? laughs> frumpy?
4: Aww. I'm trying to remember your own description. I mean, frumpy
3: then, looking?
6: just because she's dressed in a utilitarian mindset does not mean you she's have frumpy. pants
3: on under this too so I'm <laughs> just being right.
6: but they're of the finest setting yeah We're, i mean
3: ready
0: her clothes for
3: that reveal good quality because i mean she's not she's from a decent family and everything she knows how to dress up i wonder she's if wearing i wearing pants
1: i wonder if uh well, it might take me 10 minutes, but I might be create the illusion of like time slowing down as Astrid walks through the door.
4: <laughs> some yeah, hold on, hold on. I have to weave something.
1: <laughs> yeah, give me 10 minutes, yeah. Astrid. Walk out and come back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, my dog has three heads.
6: Uh... In the meantime, I could just like... Oh, not again. And there's it's like right. a burst of sparkles. Oh, let's say fireflies uh, around her. Oh. But if like you nice. look at them closely,
3: they're like tiny glowing geese. Oh, <laughs> I love it! <laughs> nice.
6: Yes, I have pioneered cultivating this particular type of <laughs> geese. It's taken me many centuries.
0: <laughs> it's it's a signature, you might say.
1: I want to know what a Scander right. looks like, since he's all he's Ooh. all he he likes to do the dapper thing. So
0: yeah is there is there a Pheasant
4: effect? Uh, yeah. no I don't I don't think he'd uh, be rocking the Fez. He'd probably just stick with the, the top hat. Alright. Um as in standard uh fashion. Mm. The white gloves and all of that. I don't nice. think he'd have a cane though. Even as an effect.
2: <laughs>
4: Frederick on the other hand.
2: <laughs> oh he definitely has his cane. <laughs> <laughs> Especially Jack, after what yeah. he saw it with that safe. Ooh, yeah, you never know, man. Yeah. I
1: know.
4: It's, a, it's not a sword, sword cane, brother. it's a butter knife cane. <laughs> just can't be too careful.
1: You never know. I just
0: unscrew it. A little butter knife. Uh-huh. All right. <clears throat> yeah,
3: and you think that that dress has a bustle, but it's actually just my tool bag. So.
0: Nice, nice. <laughs> I love Just, it.
6: Just like layers and layers of pockets.
3: Like
0: like as you're going around in the God. waltz, there's a distinct like chunking sound from the tools. Clinkity clink. Yeah. <laughs> Your dance partner keeps going
5: like, the
3: hell is that? <laughs> oh, sorry, I have some junk in the truck.
4: <laughs> Boom, yes. <laughs> I'm so happy you beat me too It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right um cool so yeah uh you know there's dancing there's refreshments there's the uh lovely art to take in and of course there's a police prefect to locate uh so anybody in particular want to jump on any of that in particular
1: i'm probably not much of a dancer so i I don't know that i would have much to do mm-hmm.
0: there's a buffet table
1: i'm gonna hit the buffet <laughs> <laughs> avoiding the I butter can't. and margarine and <laughs> naturally yeah <laughs> I don't uh, see sadly political <laughs>
0: weirdly enough there's a uh there's a butter sculpture in the shape shape of a safe so you know what are the
1: odds i, I weep silently into my croissant <laughs>
0: no but there probably is a butter sculpture actually so (laughs) you want to avoid
1: that yeah Um, give a a wide berth
3: i mean there are a lot of learned and engineer types here so i think mm -hmm.
0: yeah it's a science science academy uh benefit so
3: use my charisma to like you know kind of mingle but also ask around to see you know has anyone seen like you know person we're looking for a or blah 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 and it's like I heard they would be attending tonight as well and that sort of mm-hmm. thing. Okay, sure. Jingle jingle jingle. <laughs> chink chink chink.
0: Uh let's see, how about Frederick? What are you up to?
2: I think I'll seek out uh let's see Monsieur Where are you? Wasan, Is that it? Mm-hmm. Felix? That, that's the one. And just make my uh, introductions and yeah, see where that goes.
0: Kidoki, dokie. Uh, Brexta?
6: I'm easily distractible because I'm capricious creature and I'm incredibly mm-hmm. excited that there is such a noteworthy architect here because architecture is totally my thing that's right and so feeling a little brighter I am probably going to go saunter my way over to make my introductions and you know just say hello see what juices are flowing under that cap
0: nice and uh, how about a skander I
4: feel like I would secure myself a tiny plate laden with a tiny hors d'oeuvres Little sausages with little pickles and so forth that I could then carry around the ballroom and um, inconspicuously, quote unquote, eavesdrop on the conversations to see if I can glean anything from the various uh, people in attendance about any of the goings on with the uh, gun manufacturer and so forth conspiracy, looking for pieces of that puzzle. In the in the gossip i can overhear
3: not to to host you but um what was your poor skill again stealth yeah okay cool just making sure
4: to host you i'm
3: that's glad you
6: brought host. that up
4: because i wanted to bring uh, and that's why i was trying to inconspicuous like you, know, you put enough
6: canapes to, on that plate no one will suspect a thing
4: i mean right. you have a huge dude eating the <laughs> a bowl of like like a plate just of food standing there, like <laughs> I mean,
0: <laughs> daintily stripping your buffalo wings of their meat.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the put put it there. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> just
0: All listening. Right. So very good. Um, so yeah, I mean, despite your despite your bulk. And uh, and and you know, sort of lack of of stealthy finesse. It is a ball, after all. You're kind of meant to mingle, and uh, so at one point you are uh, not too far away from a couple of police officers in their dress uniforms, um, and they're just. And what catches your ear is that you hear them talking about the shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, in particular. Uh, they're saying that the, uh, you know, one of them is saying, well, the triggering mechanism is the key. I, if we can find out who built the triggering mechanism. And then the other one says, yes, but none of the gunsmiths or any of the tinkerers in Paris are coming forth. Uh, I, I I, I think that they're afraid of reprisals. I see. Mm hmm. Uh, meanwhile, Brexta, you go introduce yourself to uh, Monsieur Eiffel, uh, architect behind the recently completed tower slash uh, mooring dock. Uh, he is uh, over off to one side, taking in some of the uh, paintings on display. And, uh, and so you, you make your introductions... Uh, he is a, you know, middle-aged man, uh, somewhat, um, somewhat goose-like himself, you know, a bit, like, long-necked and, uh, sort of high cheekbone with a big nose, you know, uh, but he is, uh, pleased to make your acquaintance, and, uh, you know, begins making small talk, like, ah, yes, I was just admiring this David, uh, this, this neoclassical style isn't entirely to my liking, I was... Just at the Louvre early, earlier today, actually, and um, you know, I was struck. I'm sure you've heard of that uh, that terrible uh, murder that took place earlier this this morning with the uh, with the ferry.
6: I I um, unfortunately I did hear that there was um, some terrible news in that way, but I I must confess I I swooned a little and did not catch all of the details. Might you fill me in on what happened?
5: Oh,
0: it was terrible, and I and I certainly do not want to upset you again. Oh,
6: uh, I have my salts with me. It's fine, really.
0: Well, then, uh, uh, well, the thing is, is that I was at the Louvre, and I saw this painting by uh, this English artist. They they say he's a bit of a madman, you know, and uh, a fellow by the name of Richard Dodd. Uh, but um, uh, the the painting, uh, now I swear to you, this is true. Uh, uh, Madame uh, Boland. But, uh, oh, of course.
6: The... Please, Braxton. Uh,
0: oh, you're too kind. Well, the the the, the painting, the, the, the placard, I, I specifically made note of the placard because the, the painting subject struck me so forcefully. The, the, the placard says the painting was completed in 1861. But the title, you will never guess the title, the title of the painting was The Fall of the Fairy. <gasps> and I mm. am telling you, with God as my witness, it depicted that very assassination.
6: I am indeed awestruck by this news. I might, um... What is the appropriate... I, I, like a small, like... <gasps> oh my! You know, sort mm-hmm. of appreciatively. Right. At the Louvre, you say?
0: Yes. Yes. I I, I took specific note of it. Uh, it, it. It was... Quite remarkable.
6: You don't say.
0: And then we have Frederick looking for Monsieur Voisson. So you look all over. Uh, It takes you a little while. Um, You see plenty of police officers. You know. Uh, You you spy Inspector Legasse circulating. Uh, In fact, quick cutaway to Astrid as you turn about at the end of a waltz and Legasse is there with his hand out. May I have this dance?
3: Well, I mean, I spent the whole morning with you, so I suppose we're friends now.
0: (laughs) All right, so... Uh, but then cut back to Frederick. Uh, so you, you've wound your way into a little, a little, you know, antechamber off of the main ballroom. And uh, there you find the prefect. He is uh, standing with his back against the wall of a little pass-through. He's got his hands in his pockets. And he's just kind of staring off into space
2: okay so I'll approach uh, from behind and clear my throat uh, so that he can uh, you know notice my presence there
0: all right so um, he uh, he blinks a couple times and then turns to look at you yes
2: monsieur vassan uh, sorry to interrupt your reverie just wanted to introduce myself I am. Frederick Haas of the Austrian Embassy.
0: Ah, yes, uh, and he, he stands up and offers his hand. Yeah, uh, okay. charmed. I'm, I'm
2: sure. Well, I I just wanted to uh, offer my congratulations. Be in order or mm. well wishes, maybe, mm. on this wonderful. Uh, event? Yes.
0: Yes, this event. it um, It's a success. Certainly.
2: All right, I'm going on a limb here. I, I hope you don't find me too forward, but it seems as if you're a bit preoccupied. Um, anything that I can help with, perhaps? <sighs>
0: I, uh, Preoccupied? No, no, not at all. I'm, I'm fine. Why? What? Why do you ask?
3: Hmm.
0: Well, let me. Uh, hold on. I'm going to send you a private message. uh Oh.
2: Oh no. <laughs> oh oh. You never. The rest of you never hear from Frederick again. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just fall, falling through like a vortex. <laughs> uh... It's Say hello Frederick. to Marjorie. Safe. Yeah, he floats yeah. by. <laughs>
3: That's when Clim Alex just in, starts playing Katzeboo. Yeah, full time. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Rainy switches to uh, <laughs> um, oh shit.
3: Oh, the adventures of Potterfield and Katzeboo. Potter
0: Potterfield and Katzeboo. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: all right. Private message sent. OK, so I'm going to also try to private message you, which I think is just a simple matter of replying. We'll find out.
5: Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, It's a big mystery, isn't it? Ah, OK. Yes, I thought I remembered something with that. Very good. All right. Um, let's see here. Hold on one second then. All right. Fine, fine. What is your education, by the way? Average. Average, okay, good. All right, so if you can give me an exceptional education feat, uh, you might get an insight into what is going on here.
2: Okay, so that is going to be pentacles, Uh... right?
0: Pentacles and it's going to be six points. Six, six points. points worth. Oh, oh my! Nice. That is there a ten is. of Pentacles. All right. Uh, so you're looking at this guy. He's talking to you. He's kind of in and out of his focus. And when he's when he's not focused, his eyes are going kind of like a little cockeyed, you know. Uh, you're pretty sure he's under the effects
2: of some kind of mesmerism. Okay. So, being that I have a poor... My poor skill is mesmerism, mm-hmm. and part of that has to do with his distaste for it. His mm-hmm. utter, he feels it's a violation, it's just an absolute. He just has... He doesn't have any positive feelings towards it whatsoever. Would mm-hmm. it be possible that he would have studied ways to snap someone out of that state or somehow provide uh, relief from that.
0: Okay, let's see here. So you played a 10 of pentacles. I was a 14. So it wasn't quite a full success, unfortunately. Uh, So with that partial success, I would say no. In fact, you're pretty sure that, uh, you know, it it would take a mesmerist to uh, undo mesmerism now. Here is where your connections come into play. You happen to know that the Prefect, Voisson, has a brother, Eugene. And, uh, or sorry, not Eugene, excuse me, Auguste. Auguste, Voisson. And, uh, he is a alienist and phrenologist.
2: Bastard. (laughs) I assume those are uh, related to Mesmerism in some way. Yes, quite so. Okay, so. And there's no way even if I increased my success that I could... If you you
0: have some more pentacles in your hand or you wanted to play a couple non-pentacle cards, you're just two points off of a full success, so.
2: Oh, okay. Well and that's all that it would require or should i Mm -hmm. yeah i can that's the highest result is a full success uh
0: well a high success you would have to get up to 20 and you're currently at 14. how about the
2: king of pentacles jesus all right (laughs) (laughs) all
0: right yes okay so, in that, sen- in that case, yes, you have studied extensively in the background of mesmerism, but only so that you know how to undo it. And, uh, and yes, it would take either a mesmerist or sorcery. You also know that a person who is in a mesmeric state is extremely volatile and dangerous. There might be triggers that the mesmerist has planted in his mind. When you say certain things, he might do something. Or if you bother him too much, he may turn violent. So, uh, basically, the Prefect is a powder keg waiting to explode.
2: So I will tip my hat, and <laughs> I'm sorry for interrupting you. I will leave you to it. It was a pleasure meeting you, and I will turn and leave. All right. And I will That's immediately seek apologies. out... Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. just constantly <laughs> turning my hat triggers. as I <laughs> 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 Just back, backing out very slowly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I will seek out uh, the best wizard I know. <laughs> the only wizard I know. The just... only
0: wizard I know. <laughs> <laughs> he displayed he got margarine
2: Mr. There. <laughs> like,
1: i you, you see Grant, like, by the butter statue, like, eating, and he turns and sees the butter statue. He's like,
2: A single tear. So I, I'll find I'll find uh, over by the buffet table, and I also yeah. will uh, give a wide berth to the butter sculpture as I uh, quietly, uh, you know, motion him aside and explain the encounter I just had, including all of the background information that I know about mesmerized, mesmerized individuals. Sounds like we need to
1: isolate this uh, this the prefect before he uh, before he defects. <laughs> Thank you.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh man! All right. So we have discovered some interesting leads. Uh, the prefect is in danger. So I think we will we will leave it off there, so that we can uh, address things properly. As the chamber orchestra strikes up a rousing rendition of uh, Biggie Smalls' "Hypnotize." Uh, <laughs> which I would actually love to hear. Uh, But um, yeah, we'll leave it off there for now. And we'll do chapter three of three next week.
1: That's awesome. Great outrageous session.
0: Dude,
2: that margarine I think outrageous is the perfect uh, adjective
5: session. I am (laughs) outraged,
0: yeah.
1: (laughs) Not only outraged, but offended.
0: (laughs) Outraged and offended, yes. (laughs)
1: A <laughs> uh, poor spread of margarine uh, on that, on that toast. <laughs>
6: that was definitely a level of wackiness I was not expecting. That was, Nor I.
0: I, I was had like, no idea it could go there, but it did.
3: Yeah, it was the cards. It really was. You had a back spasm and margarine. <laughs> I related
1: to I, read it, I related deeply <laughs> to my back going out, and then all yeah, of a exactly. sudden,
0: <laughs> it's that level of shock where it's just like. Right. Oh. <laughs> I just love the idea that it was some sorcerer in like fucking Switzerland who was just like, "Oh shit!" and then it like sent some like weird resonance like right. 500 miles away, and it's just like <laughs> margarine safe.
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, the sorcerer is like, uh, "Hope that didn't." <laughs>
3: What I want to know yeah. is what your back spasm did to someone else's spell. <laughs> yeah,
6: exactly. yeah, It was a chain reaction. That'll, <laughs> that'll be up the in topic of the next. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that'll
1: be my midweek tester. <laughs> like, somewhere far away.
6: <laughs> oh, I meant the plot twist of the next campaign. like. Oh, That like...
0: too, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you right, gotta, yeah. You gotta fix that shit. It's
1: the, it yeah. It'll pop it's up not in a it... Pendragon pin game. Yeah. Ah.
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> Turns out Atlantis <laughs> just rose from the from the um, <laughs> um, So good. I'm looking forward to uh, the adventures of Potterfield too in our midweek tasters. <laughs> yeah,
3: i that out. <laughs> And
5: and I th-
0: oh I, I was thinking about the midweek tasters. I think what I'll do is if that's if it's okay with everybody, I think I'll put them up as Patreon uh, like posts. You know, just oh, cool. uh, so the patrons can enjoy them.
1: That's a great idea.
0: Uh, That's all right. Oh, speaking of which, thank you to our newest patron, Just Barbarian Things. Oh, (laughs) nice. Hey, you're in the game. Uh, (laughs) However, did they hear about you? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs)
4: Stonks.
0: (laughs) All right. Well,
5: with that, I think we'll leave it off for the week. But thank you, everybody. Hey.
1: Thanks. Thank
5: Thank you.